Okay, we're back. Yeah, this isn't going to last very long. No. Hello, everybody. <laughs> you are watching slash listening to the McAllister Hours, as always. I'm your host, Cole McAllister. We have Molly Reardon, who, as always, um, assisting us. More so just kind of like taking the places. Backup. Yeah, backup guests. <laughs> We're just kind of bullshitting here today. It's kind of just like a solo episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> fuck this. Fuck Corona. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get into that. But fuck Corona. <laughs> we got the thumbnail, man. That's all that matters. Okay. Holy shit. My that those glasses were fogging up. Yeah. That's you know that's been the biggest problem with me. Mm-hmm. Um. I I'm not gonna. I'm gonna admit. I finally succumbed to wearing the mask mm-hmm. all the time. So I've been doing that at the grocery store. So what you got to do to stop it from fogging over? Yeah, you got to pinch it. Yeah, right? pinch it and then... Here so here, let me try it again then. Okay. And then you got to like make sure your glasses tip is like over the mask. Oh, I see. See, mm-hmm. I haven't really... Um, okay. Yeah. Put your glasses see, on. See, but this one doesn't... It has a, it has a little bit. See that... Um, the mask that I, I have the same one she has right here. Fuck, let me grab it. Ah, uh, damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for people listening. This is not good for you, but. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, so. This one. Yeah. I broke it. Like, right. I was going to wear that because it's, it's a lot more comfortable than yeah. this. And I kind of wanted to get into that because. It, it's odd how like all these major companies are just taking this like it seems like they're all taking the helm it's like a whole new revenue mm-hmm. I don't know I don't like big companies getting more revenue that should like I, I hate I hate uh, small or not small I hate like large percentages of money going to like small entity like smaller groups mm-hmm. of people Smaller amounts of goose people, I should say. Mr. Libertarian. <laughs> oh, we're going to get... You want to go there? No. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. No. This is... I don't know. I kind of wanted to just chill. Chill. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> let's, let's not argue. No, I'm not in the mood to argue. I have, I have no plans. Kind of out of it. Out of practice. You need help. It's been a weird week. I mean, there is for sure one thing that I really wanted to talk about. But before we get into that, do you have any? <laughs> do you have anything? Any topics that are on your mind? No, no, I didn't know I was supposed to come up with anything. Yeah, that. What, what the fuck, Molly? No. Just kidding. I was fuck. I was fucking with her earlier. I was like, I'm gonna. Uh, like, yeah, it's just because Molly's a little sensitive, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I get. It. I'm sensitive as well. Honestly, we. If I, I had Bill Burr on here, I would die. I'd be crying halfway mm-hmm. through that. I wouldn't be able to handle a guest like that. Even the guests I the guests that I have had who have been kind of like that, I've like I've been like really moody afterwards and been like fuck. Yeah. So I totally get it. I'm not like I I, I am like that as well. But <laughs> so what's the fuck? What was I gonna say? That you were oh, so I was at me? So yeah. So I was yelling at you and like fucking with you and just being like ah fuck you, Molly. All that um but you got nothing no 
who's the host here? I'm just the Googler. Yeah, I know. We're we're like I said, we're just spitballing. This is yeah, like free form as fuck. <laughs> uh, so I want to talk about Human Centipede Part Two. <laughs> Holy shit! What a fucking movie! Yeah. Oh my god! I don't think I've seen a movie that bad in a long time. And I will admit, there was probably a solid twenty minutes out of the movie where I had to cover my ears and eyes because. Through the entire process. Yeah, we skipped that because that I, I saw like the first minute and it was disgusting. You just it, saw the teeth. I saw the teeth and I oh, saw and the, then the knee a little bit. So I saw right. him dig under the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're gonna talk about yeah, the movie. No, like, yeah, I, like yeah. it's. I'm sorry. Like, we're getting into this. Uh-huh. Like, I wanna. <laughs> I want to be because because there's the whole, the whole thing with the human centipede. It's like it's like why we watch Campbell Holocaust. Yeah, there's <laughs> you have to be like a real fucking crazy nut film buff like me who's like um or people. You know, I think we're both people who are like uh, intrigued by exploitation, which is in, I mean entirely what human centipede is. Yeah, I mean in all reality. Uh-huh. I mean, do you really think there's any artistic merit to any of those movies? Uh, well, like, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Okay, we need to get into that first before anything. <laughs> Molly, please explain what you mean by artistic. And I will admit, I have not finished the trilogy and watched the third one. And I'll honestly, I don't really intend to. How many yeah. people did you say were in that? Oh, in I that don't know. Pe- it was like a whole prison. Yeah, so like how many people? I don't know, like 50 or 100. That's insane. 50 or 100, you don't even know? I, Hold on. Oh, <laughs> we gotta look this up. I'm not like capturing, but we don't really yeah. need to. No. Um, but um, part three. Wait, okay, okay. God damn it. How many, um, number of... <laughs> People. people or parts or <laughs> oh no <laughs> there's 500 dude i have to watch this movie again oh my god no way you're fucking kidding me dude, dude. what the fuck is wrong with these people we have we have to no 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 i'm done i've i've had it I fucking had it with these fucking just, terrible just ass. One just one more. No, God, no, Molly. Finish it's never happening. Started. Finish what you. Molly, started. if you want to sit in a dungeon and watch that and jerk I mean, off like the fucking okay. creepy guy in that movie, I'm just kidding. Sir, <laughs> I'm I'm I am kidding. A lady. I, I know. Ladies can jerk off too. There's I mean, nothing it's not to jerk off with. Well, okay, you you're still jerking something. You're jerking your hand. Jerk, 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 <laughs> like that. Or you're jerking a dildo. Jerk, oh jerk, jerk, God, jerk. No. I mean, come on, it's jerking off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Any, anyways, uh, anyway, uh, it's artsy because, well, the second one, I feel like the second one was. Okay, like with, the, like, well, that was like the that, and I left a review. I left a half star <laughs> review. 
And I said that was the only merit to the movie that they decided to do that. But I was we were looking last night and apparently they released the color version. So for you Goro porno freaks out there <laughs> not <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying that about you. However, it is kind of, I mean cuz you're not like the first person I've heard of that like watches and likes these movies. I get that there's like a certain exploitative factor to it. It's just like fucking nuts and it's yeah. like because like even i laughed during that there were some parts that were insane there was a part so jesus fucking Spoilers. so maybe so yeah spoiler alert for those of you who are not familiar with what the fuck happens in these movies by now what human centipede is is the first one is this crazy scientist and i think it's in denmark dutch he's in well i thought he was in germany in the movie no he's Ger- he is german well uh, I, don't, I guess maybe but. i think the two american girls were in germany visiting okay and their car breaks down and they get to this doctor's house and then he kidnaps him and makes he him kidnaps him. them and then the whole thing is he basically mouth to, cert- anus. <laughs> mouth to anus yeah he creates a long tooth so uh who's this guy tom six mm-hmm. the guy fucking the the maker and, yeah dude this insane fucking man who did uh, this person should be in jail the guy who made these fucking movies seriously what the fuck i mean he didn't do anything wrong the baby thing was a little wrong yeah i mean i i really do wonder if he faced any legal shit i'm sure people sued him let me look i mean probably let me look he smushed a baby (sighs) yeah that was the worst part so okay so okay what we're we're getting ahead of ourselves okay. so let's okay. let's figure this out so let's see if he um legal um yeah so i mean it's obviously censored i mean his wiki doesn't show anything anyways Dang. but he's also probably like really i can't imagine he did anything mm-hmm. other than those movies i mean yeah. who who the fuck would watch anything else by that guy i mean really how do you even like that uh, like that was it for him the human yeah, side probably I, I mean because yeah. and that I mean, was a just a ton of money though oh i'm sure because like there are fucking freaks out there but like wow like i don't know how much for like where do you go after that that isn't just like yeah dark web like against moral any moral humanity you start making family friendly videos movies like kids movie. Oh my god. Yeah, just that's his that's his redemption. Human <laughs> oh my god, no. Oh god. Okay, boys and girls, let's learn anatomy. Oh Jesus Christ. There's some images that popped in my head that I probably can't talk about on a podcast, honestly. Like a human but. centipede with family members? <laughs> Is that what it was? Cause that's what I thought of. Uh like a small the- child in the middle? No, we're, we're just not even going to say it on air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. But yeah, this movie's fucked up. Yeah. But it's kind of artsy. Like The, 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 the only f- aspect that's artsy is the fact that it's no. black and white. The second part happens also to be... Also because the main character doesn't say a single word the whole time. He like makes whimpering and fart noises. But it's not he that he doesn't say... He, he, he talk. talks a little bit. Uh-uh. No, he does the crying thing. He cries. And then he makes a fart. Like, he makes noise, but he doesn't ever say a word. 
this is like a Which very shows this the is a deep thin, level of abuse. This is a thin veil. This is a thin veil in the Human Centipede Part Two. I so the thing I will give you credit for is I do understand like the 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 because your your career and goal is to become like a therapist for a person. Yeah. So I can understand like why that part of you is kind of intrigued by that aspect. Yeah. I get that. And that's uh, that's fine. Um, not really my taste. <laughs> okay. But- I also think it was interesting that like they like made the subtle sounds. A I see lot, what you're saying. A lot louder than they are in real life. You know what I mean? Mm, well, yeah. I mean, it adds to the creepiness. Like yeah. this. Uh, yeah. Like the centipede was really loud. Like the actual centipede. Like when it would grab things, it was really Jesus loud. And Christ. then like the mouth noises that he'd make, like the coughing and so, stuff. So yeah, okay. So so we didn't really explain it. So oh, no, this. Sorry. So okay. So the German guy, he's he staples. Oh, yeah. He surgically. He cuts. He surgically flaps. cuts flaps in the into the butt. The there's yep. butt flaps, and then he sews them to the side of the mouth. Yeah, exactly. And then. So they're all connected, and there's all the stream, which and like he that the little tendons in the knee, so they can't move around besides like crawling. Yeah, so it's pretty fucked up all around. So there's that, and then so the second movie, which is what we so we watched that movie. That is a movie that I had tried to watch years ago, and when it got to the part where he cut the ass open, yeah. I had to stop. <laughs> um, and. Then I was having a bad day, and you're like, let's watch Human Centipede. And that was nice of you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I did get through it. Yeah. And that's that's kind of weird in itself. But, I mean, you probably got more joy in the fact that I got through it. Uh-huh. But the thing about the first one, at least, is, like, once like, once you got past the butt part in, like, yeah. that first five minutes, it wasn't even really that bad. It was, it was like, disturbing, but, like, it wasn't visually that much more graphic. A lot of people the part was the worst part oh well yeah but like it i that was that was something i kind of heard about in high school because that was around the time yeah. it came out like 2010 yeah. 2011 so i mean i remember hearing about that and like even like seeing a vague clip of the doctor like peter peter and like people would like laugh about it because like it was ridiculous yeah and like that's kind of the thing about like even the second one we were watching last night like even though like that's the most grotesque fucked up thing i've probably ever seen in my life i i laughed there were part there were points where i was just there was a point where like towards the end so basically this this mentally ill person who's a victim of sexual abuse by his papa does not excuse anything that that this guy fucking does What's but he wife? basically he basically kidnaps 12 people trying to make a, hum- a full centipede mm-hmm. ends up being like 10 people and they're and all connect. They're all, yeah. And he kills his mom. That happened too. But he, all these people are connected, and he does like a really shitty, grotesque job. And it's just like it's just over the top. I had to skip mm-hmm. the whole thing and have her just well, like yeah. summarize it for That's me. That's what you missed because he tried to emulate it the same way the doctor did, but he didn't. Understand yeah, and he the, fucked up. Like, and I, 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 I I'm body. sure I get it. Yeah, I, I totally understood. But there's a part where, um the centipede like splits up and then like they're crawling away and like it's so ridiculous and you've seen so much crazy shit that you actually laugh you're like and i don't know it's like i'm still i'm honestly like even still thinking about it i feel like (laughs) 
I, I really thought you'd just be like me and be like, nah, whatever. It's not real. It's fine. They didn't mean to fuck you up. Jesus Christ. I mean, in a way, I know now. <laughs> I, I know what it is. Your mic is pretty low. I know you don't care about that. But you want to give it a test? Hello. Okay, cool. Cool. It's a lot better. But, okay, so yeah, so that happened. And then there was the other part that was just absolutely ridiculous is he takes he takes this huge syringe and uh he has like this jar of laxative and he just takes a syringe and he just shoot injects it into like person's like ass part like right next to their butt right and then at the same time they all just start like explosively shitting and then like obviously he can't handle the smell because like that's ridiculous you know Ugh, he's like feeding him beans. He takes a tube and shoves it down. So then, towards the end, there's this pregnant lady that he thinks is dead, and this just proves how fucking horrible the writing is. She just like she, and like she just by all standards, dude, thinks she was dead. Then suddenly she wakes up. Somehow manages to run out of the place, get in the car, lock all the door. The key is in the ignition somehow. Well, he's and- mentally challenged. Okay, sure. Oh, wait, no. It, that car was the landlord guy's car. Oh, uh, that's right. And he murdered him, so that's why the key was still in the ignition. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, lady in the car. <sighs> I didn't even remember that. Continue. Was. Okay, yeah. So the lady in the car, and in the car, as it's locked in, the guy's like trying to get in, and she's trying to get away. She gives birth. Right? And the baby's fine, alive. Crying. Crying. The baby happens to be under the pedal of the ignition. She presses on the ignition, and very graphically, the baby's head explodes. And I, my jaw dropped for, like, a couple minutes, I felt like, straight. I was so stunned. That was, like, the worst thing I've ever seen in that, a film. That's probably the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. Three times. Like I can't believe that I can't believe I couldn't find anything on it's legal. I can't believe you didn't get sued for right, that. Right, I didn't know you could do that in a movie. I didn't think you could fuck with kids. Because like in a, another like horror. Because they also would have done like die, they don't show it. Yeah, like uh, what was the <laughs> what was the pet cemetery? <laughs> I never saw the movie. I remember the book being. You never really saw fun. either movie. I think I saw me. Well, I'm. Fuck. I feel like I did. Maybe like at least a little bit of the like don't, the old one. Don't watch the new one. I've heard. I've heard. Well, they're both fucking terrible, aren't they? Yeah, but at least the old one sticks to the story. Hmm. The new one. <laughs> and there's just the iconic. Kid. There's the iconic truck. You know, yeah. that's just the meme. Or uh, what was it? The 2020 meme, like <laughs> me in 2020. That's yeah. just a truck. Oh my god, that's fucking great. Yeah. You know, uh, Stephen King apparently in his early life he had a childhood friend that got hit by a train right in front of him. Damn. Um, huh. probably the turning point where he probably. became a horror wow. novelist. Yeah, I know his his real son almost got hit by a truck, and that's what the whole oh pet really? that's what the whole pet cemetery story is based on. What if like he hadn't caught his kid? Because the kid was running towards the road, and a big old semi was coming. Because he lived in the same situation that character did in real mm-hmm. life. And, like, there was actually a pet cemetery in his backyard of this house mm-hmm. he bought. 
And so the, his kid starts running towards the road, and he catches them in time. But he's like, what if I wouldn't have? And that's where that story came from. And for, so for him, it's, like, the scariest book he's ever written. Like, he, he almost didn't publish it. His wife was like, you have to. Damn. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I do think it's probably to this day one of his most fucked up books. Hmm. It really, it really, because, like, um, we can get into this if you want. Yeah. Like, Hereditary and, like, those movies, it's kind of, like, in that same way. Really, like, it's horrifying in a way where it tugs with your emotions. Yeah. It's not so much, like, visually horrifying. It's mm-hmm. just, like, it's like thinking about like the worst tragedies that happen to families. Uh-huh. It's like that realization. Because well, what to the film. fuck would you do? Wouldn't you put exactly? You would probably bury your kid in the Indian graveyard. Yeah. Well, okay. I want to say again. Spoiler alert for those of you who haven't fucking read Pet Cemetery. Heard from of like it. the seventies. From like the seventies, exactly. Um, if you don't know, so the kid dies and he buries the kid because there's this. Well, oh no, what is it? So it starts with the pet, right? The pet dies. Yeah, the cat dies, so his neighbor takes him. If you go beyond the pet cemetery, you have to go through, like, the magical woods, kind of. And oh. there's an Indian burial ground. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about and that. it brings things back to life, but not in the same way. Like, yeah. It yeah, it's like, it's like half removed. Yeah, they're like zombies. Essentially, yeah. So the kid dies, and then and you he uses... you should never bury a person up there, he Yeah, says. but I mean, it's... It's kind of it's it's like that mythology where it's like people can't handle certain powers, like if people had like the power of God like resurrect, like they wouldn't be able to handle it well, you know. Yeah. So because we're just we're Assholes. you know quote unquote mortal, <laughs> and yeah, are subject <laughs> subject to. Uh, I'm not saying I'm immortal. I'm just like no, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying. Okay. Uh, where was I going? With that? I have no okay. Okay. So, but. <laughs> Excuse me, holy Bless shit. You. So, yeah, oh, Corona. <gasps> but so the kid, uh, the, so the kid dies, buries the kid. Kid goes back and, like, kills the whole family, basically, mm-hmm. right? Kills the old man. And then, like, they he, like, buries the wife, and then the wife comes, you know, it's like, that's, like, the whole. That's how it ends. Yeah. Like, she puts his hand on, and she's like, hi, honey, or something like that. End of the book. Yeah. Exactly. He's a he's a good writer. He's I, a really good do, writer. Do you like do you like keep up to him? Like, do you read his stuff when it comes out? His new stuff? No. He's kind of like gone. I off want the, to. I want to, but I like have so many that I already own that I need to. That's read. true. Ah, uh, yeah. You get I that will trap. read them eventually, but I'm just not up to speed. God, I just really need to. It's so hard for me to like sit down and read so hard for me I, I know it's like i need to like it's one of those things where i need to like force myself and like yeah. train my brain we could have a little way. reading sessions yeah that's a good point we I should used, do that yeah that could be a good idea one time we were talking on the podcast so we should do a book club were we talking about that like really? forever ago probably like the <laughs> second time i was on here book club yeah right like adorable. i have time for that shit <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't read any of it. I just rolled the joint and just watched the movie, and <laughs> I have no, I have no clue what the fuck happened. That would yeah. be me showing up to book club. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I don't have time to read books anymore either. Yeah, I mean, and that, and it's kind of a thing. Like, you have to like, sit, well, you, 
like what you probably have to set aside at least half hour a day yeah. right but i can't set like that kind of time limit especially if it's a book i like yeah like, well keep, yeah that's true too I'm keep going yeah well i think the last book i read was choke that's a good one. Yeah, that was really good. And that but that was like when I was living with my parents and like still sep- like, you know, freshly separating. Like I had I was unemployed and I had that kind of time just yeah. like chill out, read a book. Yeah, that's the thing with work and school, like I don't have a lot of extra time. Yeah. That's kind of the thing that would be I mean <laughs> I'm not saying that prison is good, but like from what I've heard, like people, you know, uh like my former brother in law he you know obviously he spent some time in jail really yeah oh yeah plenty of time uh dui no uh i don't even know if i want to say it on camera to be honest okay i mean whatever so he <laughs> whatever I haven't, I haven't, well i'm not gonna say that but i haven't heard i will say i haven't heard from him forever yeah and he he got let off he probably wouldn't be afraid to talk about it so whatever. yeah um but anyways, I guess he he was like selling. He basically was, was selling meth, oh. and he like robbed like five stores that he, that he like had worked at, had the keys to, or I knew how to get in all that shit. He was looking at thirty years, and basically they just looked at at it. What? No, keep talking. Oh, so <laughs> they they looked at it as like he had had a bad hand dealt dealt to him because he did uh. He had, like, tried to... He was going to, like, be in the Air Force, mm-hmm. be in the military and do all this shit. And then he ended up having, like, a heart valve issue. So oh. he, couldn't, he couldn't get in. Yeah. And he was, like... he. This guy's, like, wicked smart. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's not like I'm... I'm Boston. Wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, he... Uh, so, yeah. He just kind of didn't go down a great path. And, like, he... He did a little jail time between there and but so, so he didn't go to jail for thirty years. No, he did not. He, oh well, he's not thirty so, even, is he? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, I'm dumb. No, they called his sentence served because he I don't remember how much time oh, he did damn. in jail, but he did quite a bit. Okay. And then he, I think he did go back a couple times. So what he read realize. a lot in jail. Yeah, so that, that was the thing. He read like two, three books a day. It's like wow. that's that's like all you do. Yeah. That's all you can do in there. That's you know? true. You're either doing that, or you're like playing games, or like eating, or like sleeping, or yeah. fucking with the, or if you want, you can like fuck with all the bullshit with all the gangs or whatever. Yeah. I was watching a prison show on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. I don't remember what it was, but they like would talk to each other through the toilets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I know what you're talking about. Prison Break. No. No. It was, it was like documentary. Oh, it was a documentary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they. Yeah. I'm sure they do that in real right, life. Because like the way the jail was, I want to say it was in Los Angeles, but I don't know for sure. But like it was like in like mm. stories, so mm. like you could talk into like an empty toilet, and it would your voice would carry down the pipes. Yeah, because you have like a limited amount of water in those yeah. jails. Well, so they would like take cups and like scoop the water out of the toilet so then they could talk. That's how they got boyfriends and girlfriends through toilet. It's romantic. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking prisons. So, I don't know if you mind this since we're on this topic and you're like kind of going into that. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about like, because. 
I think you can agree. Like, you're a sensible person. I think you can mm-hmm. agree that prison, the prison system is fucked up. Big time, big time. So, like, how, I get, I'm not, like, I'm not saying this, but, like, how do you feel about, like, work, like, you know, in turn, like, working for, I mean, you are help, you, your plan is to help the inmates and help all that, but, like, in a way, you're almost, not like you're really selling your soul because you're, you're still helping people, but you're kind of working for the entity that's Working kind of, for the man. Yeah, you're working for the man. I guess yeah. it's, a, it's a, you know, rebellious way yeah. to put it. I guess, well, you, like, my biggest problem with prisons is, like, the fact for at least like in the US, their point is just to punish, not to rehabilitate. Mm, yes. Like they throw you in a tiny room and just like hold you up. They don't like they have some programs, but they're not like effectively used, I don't feel like. Mm, yeah. And so that's, then in yeah. my mind by like working in the prison, like I would be like facilitating that rehabilitation and like working with them to get them to a point where they'd be able to function on the outside. That's a good point. Kind of like the, kind of what, not to get into this, but kind of like the defund the police argument where it's like yeah. things get separated. I yeah. see what you're saying. So like, like in my mind, like my goal would be like to help them and teach them skills so they could go back to into their old situation and not given to the same problems that got them there in the first place so like family friends who are like pressuring them like to do drugs or like their terrible home life to be able to like cope with that in a healthy way and be able to strengthen themselves and move on yeah that's definitely a better resolution i think yeah you know and not to put him on the spot but like that's kind of like where me and my father disagreed a lot yeah is he definitely has like that very you know i think that's kind of the thing with like that republican conservative kind of religious aspect is like that's kind of their whole mind is like what jail is supposed to be it's like that second step removed from hell you're like supposed to suffer you know but if you look at like the recidivism rates for instance like in sweden where they have those nice ass prisons Mm. where like you're comfortable you get a tv they offer you schooling. It's like a nice place to live, but you're still in prison. Like the recidivism rates there are much lower than they are here because all that happens here, it's kind of like with corporal punishment. Mm. Uh, all you do is you take them away for a little bit of time and then throw them back out the exact same way they were. Yeah, no, that's true. And the same thing is going to happen. You're not so, changing anything. So I guess let me ask you this, though, because I could be wrong. And a lot of it probably has to do with the fact of how our prison system has worked for so long that we've, like, created these people who are, like, you know, really violent, really mm-hmm. fucked up offenders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there are probably – I would think I, I would be willing to bet that there's proportionally more of those people here than there are in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So I guess how do you – how would you, like – I'm obviously nothing is a utopia. and yeah. The utopia would not work in the U.S. Like, how would you – if Molly had a magic wand, how would you <laughs> transfer that idea into the U.S. prison system? Okay. Uh, I would make it, A, more comfortable, like, bigger. So would you make it more bigger. comfortable for even those people, though? Like, the like, so let's say somebody, like, rapes and kills 10 people mm-hmm. or something. Would you, you would even do that for the, those people? Yeah. I mean, hmm. if they do that, they're going to be in prison for life. Yeah. So... I'm not like they're not gonna have they're gonna be in prison for the rest of their life why do they have to also be 
like they're already being tortured like mentally like with their thoughts and having to stay locked up but that doesn't mean they have to like sleep on a slab of concrete and be so confined 23 hours a day because they only let those people out for an hour a day yeah they only get to see sunshine for an hour but i mean i don't know See, I, I, I know what I just said a couple minutes ago, but like, <laughs> like that's kind of the thing is like being conservative. I kind of yeah. also understand like why. If you watch on Netflix the documentary <laughs> Netflix. series <laughs> oh called "I Am the Killer," it kind of opens your eyes a little bit. Like a lot, like the people who do those crimes don't just do it because they're bad most of the time. They're really fucked up. They had a horrible life and they've had so many horrible things happen to them that's led them to that point. That's a good point. So, yes, they did terrible things. Yes, they're going to have to live the rest of their life in prison, but do they have to be completely and utterly like removed from any sort of comfort? No, hmm. they still deserve to be treated like a human being. And to have, like, work through their problems. Like, a lot of them have suffered, like, immense sexual abuse. Mm, that's and they, a, des- yep. they get They deserve to have that, like, treated. Hmm. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, because I, I understand that. Because, like, in a way, you got to break the chain at some point. If you want to really get better, you mm-hmm. got to break the chain at some point, I guess. Exactly. And, I mean, hmm. I'm not saying, like... There are those people who are just bad. Like, they're just not... Like, it doesn't matter, like, if they had the best life or what. They're they're just bad. Yeah. So that's good. See, that's going to be a really interesting thing. I'm, I don't know what's going to happen with this whole defund the police mm-hmm. thing. I don't really see it happening here Yeah. in those bigger cities. I guess I'm just curious how um, that's all going to play out. Well, fuck. It would work a lot better here than in bigger cities. Yeah, this uh, would actually be a good place to like test that. Defund the police. Mm-hmm. It's true. Just, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I guess I don't know about like Des Moines, but West Des Moines for sure, because that speci- that police department specifically, like, it's kind of they, it's kind of flashy. They're changing their cars all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Every time, because I work in West Des Moines, every time I'm over there, like, I swear to God, I see a new cop car yeah. every six months. What's the what's the reasoning to be spending that kind of money? Exactly. So I and that's the thing. I don't know if it's what everybody thinks when they say defund the police, but in my mind, it means like all that extra spending money they have, like that could be going into other programs that like deal with other aspects of crime instead of just the punishment, like the picking up and putting in jail part. Like yeah. Like, the drug part, you can have, like, drug counselors and, like, have, like, mobile drug counselors even. Because there are people who will do that. That's the thing. Yeah, that's true. I would I would do that. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be a good job. But, like... So, what? I guess, what do you do about the violence associated with drugs, though? I mean, because that's the thing, is that there still needs to be that in place. Um, You train that. them? Well, okay, yeah. So I guess management of aggressive so I behavior, guess, and then if it gets out of hand, call the police. But that's, I guess, that's kind of the whole point. Is like, how do you train them while defunding them? Like, how, like to train them, you need to put money into that. I mean, because I mean, I mean train the drug counselor people. 
Oh, so you're saying you train them like with hand-to-hand combat? Yeah. It's I mean, that's I guess that's fair. Like, I'm a secretary, and I had to have training. But okay, but there's also, I mean, and the fucking police immunity is not great. But I mean, I guess in that case, I would see where it would make sense because, like, what if that person fucks up? What if a drug counselor like has a firearm and they fuck up and they, you know, just like anyone you else? You wouldn't give the drug counselors firearms. What if the people with drugs have firearms? Then you call the cops. <laughs> That's the thing. But if they're defunded, then what? The like, what, how they're going to prevent? I no, mean, no, 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 no. Just because they're defunded doesn't mean they don't exist. Doesn't mean they have don't have the same responsibilities. Just that extra money, that money that's going towards a new car every year, the money that's going through all this like excessive weaponry stuff. We could cut back on that a little bit. Even just so that's bit. true, but you also have to understand how the system works. Like when you rely on a nine one one call, like let's say there's someone who's like addicted on you're not addicted, or well, obviously, addicted, but let's say there's someone high on mm-hmm. meth. I don't know how often this happens. This could be me yeah. spitting my ass, but let's, this scenario happens. So let's just say it. There's okay. like a guy who's like methed up, drunk, mm-hmm. downtown with a weapon. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you do? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you call the police. You call the police. So and isn't that so? Even, when you call nine one one, like if you say if someone describes that that event is happening, mm-hmm. they're not going to call a drug counselor. Like that wouldn't make any sense to call a drug counselor in that. No, you can maybe. I understand that you can maybe have, but, like in the police squad, you could have a force that is more designated towards social work. That can mm-hmm. there's part of that that could be like, hey, you know, help. But but like I get you see what I'm saying. Like how how would that work? Okay, so here's how it would work. In my mind, we're not saying this yeah, is everybody. And, this and is I want I want to preface: none of us are experts. No. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so in my mind, how it works is if they call nine one one, they say, "Hey, we have a meth head with a gun." The dispatcher then makes that call, like, "Oh, this is a police situation," and then they they send the police out because that's what dispatch does already. Is when you call nine one one, if you need police, they they contact the police. If you need medics, they contact the medics. So all that would do is, if it was like a non emergency situation, in my opinion, what this should what should happen is if that like they get that call, they should have a drug counselor with the police, like both so, of them go. Does but the only way you could coordinate that is, is if they were a part of the police, which goes down to the problem. If you defund the police, they're not able to do that. And no, you don't have to be a part of the police, but you, they would have to be in contact. Just but, like just so, like, I guess that's the problem. So, like, like then you and firefighters. Okay, well, then you're relying on dispatch to be able to do all that, mm-hmm. which is also the police. No, dispatch is separate. Is dispatch separate? Yeah, because they well they deal with like ambulances, fire trucks, and police cars. So it's just you. So that's separate from that's a separate government entity from the police. Yes, they're not. They're not police officers. They're not police hmm. members. Hmm. Yeah. I guess I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> like we have a dispatch at the hospital that like deals with incoming ambulances and stuff. And I guess. Just, okay. So ultimately, here's my problem with the whole thing with yeah. defund the police. Sure, you. Uh, that seems like a very. I guess that seems like a viable argument. Mm-hmm. I. I think when you coin it as defund the police, it leaves too much room for these radical groups to want to strip everything down. I think that's a terrible idea. Well, 
Because what's happening in these cities where the cops are quitting is the shootings are higher than they've ever been. Well, yeah, because the cops are quitting and they don't have a salute. Like, they haven't any, don't have anything put in place. Yeah, so how do you get anything put in place if everything's just going to chaos? And- you don't. That's the problem. <laughs> you can't. So I guess that's I guess that's the point is like if you defund the police then what's the hope like what like if you def- if you if those places where there's already no police and it's already in, in essentially morally defunded I mean what you're just gonna like give all that money to counselors they're all gonna try going in and try to create like uh, control all that like looting and violence and all that no <laughs> that wouldn't be the, that wouldn't be the counselor's job. <laughs> I guess that's the point. Well, it's like when it comes to that kind of shit, which is happening more this well, year than ever. I mean, you need the police, right? And the but the police would still be there. But they're but, they're but they're, right they won't now. be if they're defunded. They're already not getting paid shit as it is. I mean they they do need. Uh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying. No, you're um, fine. I'm not trying. I'm just. They need okay. Look, they need to be paid more. Yes, like wage wise. That's not. That's not really what people are talking about, though. So I I see the argument. No, I. So I do understand the argument. Having less, more qualified, more educated police officers. Yes. I understand that, but. But that costs money. Exactly. Yes, but. Like that's not the kind of defunding people are talking about. They would all. They're all for that. See, but I disagree with that because there's so it's many different like, narratives at this point. I, I, I don't think you can like no, just classify it as like people aren't talking about no, that because people no, are no, talking no. about that. Like, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like put you in the corner or anything. I'm just trying to debate. Yeah, that's I all. Um, like you're fine yeah yeah hey you know i could be very well wrong there are plenty of people who say i am wrong so (laughs) say your point well just like like not nobody's on the same page that's the thing no and i would uh, people who are getting like the most attention and the most like voices are the radical people who not everybody agrees with yes but like the majority of people who agree like on an like a rational thing kind of like what i'm talking about you don't hear from them because they're being talked over Hmm. yeah no no (laughs) no you're right no i i can agree with you on that 110 percent um the one of the biggest problems with this by by far is how the media has portrayed everything everything that's happened in the last four months has just been covered horribly mm-hmm. like i i i'm got <laughs> i'm sorry yeah it's it's a condensation yeah <laughs> i know i'm sorry <laughs> you're fine i just thought it was funny uh but no i mean the media coverage has just not been good no um i mean everything from the protest to covid it's all been so skewed and th- th- i my hope in this country has diminished further down than i even thought was possible really at this point um everything that's been handled how covid has been handled how the protests have been handled i was really hoping that all these things that been happening really important things that have been happening that it would finally be an opportunity for everybody to come together i mean that's what people have been hoping and talking about for years and it's finally come and the same thing that always happens has happened and it's because there's so much radical diversity yeah 
people like people on that spectrum can't have this conversation like you and i are having this conversation yeah and like not not to defend like i'm not trying to defend the media no i mean you're fine go for it but like i'm sorry you're fine just like in general like i can see where it would like where it's hard to be unbiased because there's so much going on right now you have like they have to pick what's most important and who's to say what that is you know not not i'm not defending them at all i'm just putting i really don't think but see but see here's the problem is i don't think any i don't think any of those companies have the interest in like figuring out what's important they're figuring out what makes them money i mean it's to the point where these media companies are literally entertainment essentially i mean they're a 24 news cycle the the whole goal is to be able to have viewers as in tune as possible because they get money directly from the more people that are tuned in and it's what cnn has become well any of them cnn and fox news they're both and like that, that sucks no yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah. So I guess it's, I guess, I, yeah, I get what you're saying though. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I try to be unbiased. Impossible. <laughs> impossible? Yeah. I mean, and, and that is, that is kind of true. That is it's the, impossible. Like, to, I feel like it's impossible to be unbiased, but it's possible to be aware of your biases. Yes. Yes. So, so I get, I guess it's like when CNN is the central news network and they're not the central news network, that's a problem. Because <laughs> there was a point where they so, were. What do you mean they're not? Oh, they're, they're left-wing as fuck. Are you kidding me? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean by central news network? That's what they stand for. You, yeah. I, <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> like, central as in, like, not left or right? Yes. Okay. I mean, I would assume that's what it would mean, don't you think? I don't know. I mean, I don't work there. I mean, that's really, I guess that's really the whole problem. We just need like a European style government where there's several different groups. What do you, you disagree or do you, how do you feel about that? What do you, do you mean that? several different, like you mean like more than two parties? Yes, 110%. Okay. Which I mean, technically there's more than two parties, yeah, but, but everybody knows, really. yeah, everybody <laughs> knows that all the money is in two parties yeah. and that's like the big problem. Yeah, everyone knows the third parties aren't going to win. I'm voting libertarian. I don't give a fuck. I know my guy, I know my boy, whoever, who's the fucking you libertarian? You don't even know him. I don't know, exactly. And that, like, I know, I'm a sheeple. Have they even probably announced it by now, though? Sorry. Let's see. Libertarian Candidate 2020. Is there even one? Uh, That's the thing. They come in late. Because last, last okay, year... Okay. Well, here we go. Um, Looks like John Homburger. <laughs> or no, no. John... Ho- or no, no. Jesus fucking Christ. Jacob Hornberger. Joe <laughs> Jorgensen. Vermin... <laughs> Oh, Mervyn Supreme's ready again. No way. Oh, my God. (laughs) Of course he is. And see, and that's the fucking problem. It's like when jackasses like that are in the fucking... It, yeah. in the fucking libertarian party it, uh, it makes it terrible he said he was gonna get everybody a pony so <laughs> I'm old. Uh, I don't have anywhere to keep a pony. Uh, you have a balcony. 
<laughs> I can have just I can just have the balcony be a garden. He can just like shit in it all day. Yeah. And just, I have plants just grow. Teach him to shit off the balcony. <laughs> into Athena's <laughs> yard. Papa's squad. Papa's mm. squad. I mean, he'd really, he would be popping a squad then. He would. Be. I mean, at least one person would be popping a squad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesus says, "Love thy neighbor." <laughs> yeah, like I really hate that. Um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Jesus. I really hate that guy. Fucking asshole. <laughs> fucking cunt <laughs> um no uh, <laughs> a pit of hell is just gonna open up and you're just gonna fall in dude if there's a hell I'm going I yeah. and you know what but like here's <sighs> I mean I've watched Human Centipede part two three times so I'm going right down there with you <laughs> I think that would be worse I think that would be worse I'm at a lower level <laughs> I'd rather. I'm like right by Satan. I'd rather burn in eternity than go through that. I think honestly. Oh, you're such a baby. No, you wouldn't. Are you kidding me? You would rather suffer for eternity than sit through an hour and twenty seven minutes of fake gore. Well, because er- eternity in itself is hell. So I mean. So if you watch Human Centipede Part Two, you're just gonna die eventually, and there's no eternity. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's wait i'm confused so you're saying hell there's no eternity in hell then by your argument you wouldn't i don't i don't know now i'm conf- now i'm confused what the fuck I were thought, we talking about i thought about? we were Jesus talking about Christ. you either go to hell or you watch the movie no no i either way you're going to hell <laughs> i was just saying like in general terms about hell that's like what you wait like what you think it is but I don't know. I don't think it exists. So no, I mean I don't either. So what's, even, what's even the fucking thing. point? I, what was my point about Jesus? Um... Oh wait. Okay. So here's my point. Okay. Um. So I was listening. I was. I was. I. I had never watched this because I kind of like heard about it recently. Is it my... okay if I go get a drink real quick? Yeah. You know why don't we just take a break? We're like almost okay, at an hour. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Let's just take a break really quick, and we'll be right back. And we're back. No. sorry you said no. what two weeks ago yeah well it was on two weeks ago right yeah yeah so you guys were talking about off air like how there's nothing more unattractive than like a drunk girl like mm. trying to have sex with you yeah yeah and yeah that's what i thought of and i was like <laughs> um i don't know i mean i feel like if you're drunk too i guess I don't know. I guess, like, for guys, as they get older, they kind of just, like, no, get I, over like, that. No, like, I get it. Like, you don't, they don't have their wits about them. What do you mean, wits about? Like, we just, like, aren't tuned into that, you mean? Or Yeah. Well, like, no, I mean, like, like, drunk girls aren't, they don't, like, it's, I don't Drunk know. girls aren't nervous. They'll just be like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. But I not, like, in a good way like oh yeah like almost aggressive yeah yeah like it's a little scary no i agree from it from experience yeah and that's like the thing like people don't want to talk about either that's it's kind of you know like have you seen the 40 year old virgin i have fuck yeah it's like you know i thought that was a really good uh like depiction 
of everything like with like what you do with like virginity and like all that all that kind of stuff i really liked it i i liked how they uh how they i don't know it had the message where it's like you don't need to just like fuck around yeah I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, particularly if you're yeah, as long as you start with it. To. But you don't have to. Yeah, I feel like it's either like there's pressure not to, or the pressure is to. Yeah, and you can just do your own. You know, if you. Yeah, if you're you a know. if you're a boy, there's pressure to fuck around, and if yeah. you're a girl, there's pressure not to fuck around. Yeah, that's true. You should yeah. just you like it's like with you know it's like if it's like with religion. Like if you're if you're gonna be a religious person yeah now i can't mess with them you're fine like if you're gonna be a religious person whatever but like the problem that i ran into and problem i think a lot of people run into is like it doesn't really come from themselves it's like something that's ingrained in them in their culture and like kind of something they're just you know i don't think we live in a country where people are really able to like step back and be like what do i like based on my experiences and how i feel about things like you know what's the answer what's the truth i mean i think that is growing in our like our generation mm-hmm. but that's something that religion kind of blocks mm-hmm. i think there's a way to be religious and not have a block you like that that's but, yeah and, and, and that's true too but i mean not to say it's a <laughs> common thing at all like people people still do get oh yeah well i mean that's i don't know i mean i'm a big fan christopher hitchens and he was i don't know that is uh i have i have his book right there god's not great is he the guy with he doesn't have long hair but like no he has longer hair longer yeah Yeah, he's dead now but he has like bulgy eyes um kind of sure go for it but um but yeah i don't know i th- i it that's kind of you know going back to what what were we talking about before jesus uh, christ something about jesus <laughs> no like before the break yeah something about jesus oh it was something about yeah. jesus okay yeah, oh. that's who i thought it was um well because i said jesus says love thy neighbor and then you're like you know what about jesus oh fuck and then yeah yeah uh i don't remember where i was going that cool uh not important jesus (laughs) that's hypocritical (laughs) i don't know uh well no i fuck i don't know i don't know i'm not gonna i think i i was thinking about this the other day actually oh okay oh wait now i remember okay so i was watching this uh so i was watching i've been talking to you about this the interview between Sam Harris and oh, Jordan yeah. Pearson. Right. That's where what we were Brett Weinstein about. moderates, which like for me was like a fucking orgasm on stage, <laughs> essentially. Like yeah. uh, I, I I mean, I I will admit, I like obsess over like a group of like five, ten people who I just think are just very intelligent people who just have a very good sense of what's going on. Are you are you counting? Who do you think of? Oh, uh, okay. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Eric Weinstein, Brett Weinstein, Joe Rogan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ben Shapiro. But he's kind of fading out. Iffy. Iffy. His his Joe Rogan one was all right, but he definitely, he's out there. Uh, I'll give him a half. Sam Sam Harris. Yep. 
I mean, I can throw a couple more on there if you want. Go for uh, it. Richard Dawkins, definitely. Uh, Christopher Hitchens. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Jonathan Haidt, he's great. Uh, Peter Schiff, he's he's the shit. Uh, he's really so. Jonathan Haidt, he's actually Jonathan Haidt's actually the reason I became an atheist. Wow. So I, I don't know if I ever told you nope. about this. So when I was like sixteen, seventeen. Tell me a story. <laughs> So I was like 16 or 17. Uh, my family went to Barnes and Noble, and there's a book. Oh, fuck. Do you have it? No, I gave it away. I gave it to this bitch to borrow, and she never gave what it back. What a skank! I don't know. If she, you know, she actually is in town. I think it. I just stole her snap. Dude, I could should, actually get it back. Should, yeah, message her. She was she was friends with my ex though. Okay. So and she's kind of kind. Of, Who so. cares? We're just getting a book. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yes, okay. So the righteous mind. Why good people are divided by politics and religion um it was this book where he broke down like every religion he broke down like the core so like the fundamental like he starts out with the fundamental question a dog gets hit by a car on the side of the road Mm -hmm. and a family picks it up and fresh killed um cooks in the oven eats it for dinner is that morally wrong no no so i mean so that's kind of i mean they're fucked up See, and that's kind of the point that he poses. He, I don't remember the examples, but he gives some other examples. And, like, he really, I guess, like, through that process, he really breaks everything down like a very, I didn't read, I will admit, I did not read the whole book because it's really dense. At that time, I wasn't, like, I will admit. I, like, that's my problem is, like, I, we were just talking about this. Like, I don't read. Yeah. I don't, I, I will admit that I definitely don't read enough. I in, like to intake information audio audioly and visually that's I get just that. how i prefer it um that's audiobooks would be what was that that's how i am with school stuff like i'm better yeah. at listening than reading yeah that was the big problem with me in programming is like there was like these texts that i had to read and i just like i just like went online and i just like tried to figure out the best i could and like i did okay but Anyways, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, uh, okay, so the righteous mind. So like, so that book basically broke everything down. It's kind of ironic because my mother is, uh, you know, my parents in general are just very Catholic, religious yeah. people, and I, you know, she's not watching these. I really, I mean, I would really hate to admit that to her ever, but like, in a way, in a really weird way, it's she like she's the reason that like. It's her it not her fault i mean that was like but that was like a stepping stone yeah. for me that was like that was it an opportunity for me. yeah that was an opportunity for me to open up because i did spend a lot of summers in wisconsin and like i interacted with a lot of people from different places i think i had different i think i just happened to be handed a different set of experiences from a lot of people i was in school with and a lot of people that i lived around i see and so that allowed me to see a lot of different contrasts. It might be for better or for worse. I've got, and you know, even like in the short months I've started this podcast, I've gotten mm-hmm. criticism, criticism from a couple people that I went to high school with, just like out of the blue, like randomly. And I, I mean, I, and this really like shows you how pathetic these people are. Is like I have not interacted with these people in six plus years, and they, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's their release, their form of like escape yeah i mean that, and that's the sad thing about social media in general yeah really it's that. bad for you <sighs> i can crack open this another beer if i ever have kids like i want to avoid them having social media for as long as possible mm. yes and i'm glad we're on the same page with that because uh i'm actually trying to download some old ass pc games Ooh. 
Yeah. Uh, Fallout 2. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought you meant like... <laughs> You mean like Freddy Fish or like Rita Rabbit? And I'm like, hell yeah. I can open it for you. No, I got it. See, this is why you Freddy, I don't want to look like a little pussy on <laughs> on my podcast. I'm about to like spill all your secrets right now. No, um, you know, for people still listening at this point, um, <laughs> I lo- no, no, seriously, because like I, I love you. Cause, and that's like the thing I've realized with this podcast is like i've learned more and more like there are people like watching this shit mm-hmm. there they, i do have like i i probably like you know anywhere from five to ten fifteen people maybe that's highballing it probably but you know the those are still people who are like tuning in every week and like mm-hmm. at least watching like half of this hi you friends know yeah yeah exactly that's fucking awesome i appreciate that so cheers to you <laughs> <laughs> episode 34 i i it's kind of crazy we're go, we're gonna get this far yeah holy shit um i got shit scheduled till november actually who's on for halloween nobody i think just you and me Fuck yes. <laughs> i can my, i decorate like your table for Halloween? hell yes i want to oh. deck it all out i want to do like a whole <gasps> halloween theme just you, you and me the, we can go to the dollar store Fuck yeah. have, Dollar Store actually fun tips people. Dollar Store has pretty good Halloween decorations. They'll get you through a pinch. See, but here's the problem is that it's gonna it's I mean, so we're gonna film on Halloween, but it's not gonna mm-hmm. come out until November second. It's fine. But it's okay. At least it, it it's doesn't Halloween matter. for us. It's Halloween for us. Exactly. It's my favorite holiday, so I mean, I don't think we're the only ones that do, does stuff like that. <laughs> Fuck hey, you know what? Maybe we could do it live. Ooh. Ooh, we do live podcasts. Uh-huh. That'd be really dope. Yeah. That'd be fun. So, I told you this earlier today. It's kind of random, but um, Joe Rogan is, a, is supposedly, he announced. I mean, yeah. this is, have you ever tried DMT, Joe Rogan? So, <laughs> so you know, what? not that I'm dissing DMT at all, but I mean, whatever. He is what he is. Yeah. Um, he's moving to Texas, and like that, that's like a whole. It's good. Oh God, there's no time. It's so weird. It's so weird how that's that's changing. Cause like there's like a whole this whole community of people. I mean, he's leaving YouTube. He's going to Spotify, and he's moving to Texas. Yeah, I mean, he's doing what he wants to do. That's the thing. That's you know, that's something that's really good, really important. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> is this? I know this is like kind of. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. That probably wasn't near as funny as I made out to me, but like that just, just like that noise. That was good. Was that from? No. Oh my god, yeah, we were gonna talk about that. That's right. Oh my yeah. god, those fucking movies. That's how that's how you gotta murder me. Wait, how am I murdering you? Uh, I'm gonna suck my head out the window and you're gonna drop oh. really fast <laughs> and the bull's gonna take my head off. <laughs> oh my god. That's a fucked up movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I still think hereditary is worse than Midsummer. I mean Midsummer for me is just way too personally traumatic so yeah i can't handle it 
I I I liked Hereditary better. I did too. I, did. I think it's I think it's a scarier film uh, overall. Yeah. See, Midsummer is equally as good in its own way. Yeah. But it's just it's it's kind of like can't. This is a terrible example because Campbell Hawkins is a terrible film, but yeah. it's kind of almost in the same light. Well, I mean, because it's literally shot in light as as a Campbell Campbell Holocaust is. So mm-hmm. you need to watch the Wicker Man. The original or the new one? Or? Both. <laughs> I've seen the I've seen uh, some of the worst scenes from Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, the bees. Yeah, it's just ah, the bees! No, no. Okay, but they have an <laughs> they have an alternate ending for that one. With Nicolas Cage. And uh, what they do is they break his knees and then drag him up there into the wicker thing. So And it freaks, it's freaky because I have a weird thing about knees. So let's just play that clip. Okay. I, if we're not like viewing it, if we just listen, I think we'll be fine. Audio. If we get a copyright beach for that, it'll be literally the first one in yeah. how many fucking episodes. But I watched oh the God. original one recently it was weird yeah see i've heard the the original one's actually okay ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah and i like i remember this came out when i was a kid and like people like yeah. tell me that like it was good and shit because yeah. like when you're fucking eight i remember anything's parents, good my parents rented it and the, the front the cover looks scary yeah, that's like that's the thing about marketing. You, bitches. you think about like Black Sabbath; they weren't even yeah. like that gothic of a band, but they had the marketing that they were like evil. You know, it's weird. I would love to design movie covers. Fuck yeah, that'd be so tight. Um, I love like the Pinterest shit where they, um, where they do have those custom movie covers. I would love to do that kind of shit. That sounds great. Like I would love to get. Oh, what do you, what do they just do? Oh, his leg, okay. I thought they got his balls. No. I'm still in Human Centipede Part 2, though. <laughs> God. And God. At least they're not shooting a malaxib in him. <laughs> God. <laughs> this is feminist propaganda! <laughs> I'm sure it inspired, like, an entire generation of women, though. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and what is that? Oh, God. That guy got so much death. Oh, my God. So does that kill him? No. Oh, that just like puts him out? What the oh. fuck? He's just out? Really? I think he might have passed out from the pain of stings and broken legs. And probably just shock. I mean. Yeah. That's that's the word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Words to, are hard. <laughs> back to movie covers real quick. This yeah. Is, yeah. This yeah. Is go so for it. so embarrassing. It's not movie covers. But do you remember Wattpad? What? Wattpad. It was a fan fiction website. 
Uh, or you can. Well, no, it wasn't even fan fiction. You could write fan fiction or like original stories. I used. To I never that. got into the fan fiction. God I've damn. heard there's some really fucked up shit though. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> but like, even just like people would write like their own stories and just post them on Wattpad for people to read. Mm. And I got really into uh, making book covers for people. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I did in my free time. I would like. Damn, that's... Google images and, like... Oh, really? Put, like, text over them and shit. Oh, no way. Yeah. But, like, so was... Like, it was just, like, for fun fucking around. That's that's awesome, though. It was just a lot of fun. I think I did an okay job. I actually... My... Okay. No one's gonna see this. She's not gonna see this. My little sister used to write One Direction fan fiction. (laughs) And I made her covers for her. One Direction fan. My fiction. little sister was obsessed. So, so was my mom. My mom's still obsessed with One Direction. So what was the fan fiction? Go through a scenario oh, for me. Shit. Um, I think hers had to do with like, so, like this girl, like, accidentally ran into this guy one day, and it just so happened to be Louis Tomlinson from. Uh, One Direction and like she became friends and then found out he was famous and then they fell in love. Here, stay there. I'm gonna okay. light, I'm gonna light the other cigar. <laughs> okay. Um, I I could have I could have gotten it for you. Put what the the old one or the new one? And now it's my podcast. <laughs> Me, myself, I and I. If you want, you can spit I'm the boss now. I don't <gasps> Breaking things. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Alright. I need cutter. Which is outside. And then I'm actually You're gonna what? Keep that in mind. Keep what in? Keep what? I said, oh, just like keep the fan fiction in mind. Oh, well, but that that was it. I mean, I've written fan fiction before, and you are never going to see that. (laughs) Oh, come on. You got to get to that. Holy shit, no. Those Those were dark times in my life. Damn. I actually like had a story on there that was actually like relatively popular, but it had nothing to do with fan fiction. It's fine. I'm just going to talk to the camera. Oh, I can't remember what it was called. But it was a girl who was like a tough skater girl. And this guy was, like, cocky and annoying and pissed her off. And then they became friends and then they fell in love. What's up? I had, okay, so I had, like, a a semi-popular story on there for a while. Like, I was, like, number four. Damn, really? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Damn, that's crazy. Get into it. I can't, I cannot remember what it was called. But it was, also, if I did know what it was called, I wouldn't tell you. (laughs) Because <laughs> then you could look it up. So let me ask: Was it like pseudosexual? Oh or? God, no! No. Damn it, Molly. 
I'm sorry. I was about to start just I was jerking off. It was a normal kid. Uh, no, it was about like a skater girl who like mm. was a tomboy, and then she met this like really annoying prick, and I don't know. Somehow they became friends, and then they fell in love, and it was beautiful. And she had to get in touch with her femininity. So kind of like my life, but not really. <laughs> Yeah. So this is either going to last or it's not. Come on. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> Fun fact. I hope your mom doesn't watch this. She's going to kill me. She's not going to kill you. Plus, if she watched it, she would just see that I took it. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I used to take your cigarettes because it made you mad. Yeah, that's right. And then you wouldn't smoke him anymore if I took him. God, so. it's been so. It's been a long time since I've had a cigarette. When was the last time you even thought about a cigarette? Just curious. I thought about this week. Damn it! Yeah, well, but- like not even like in a positive light though. That's kind of the thing. Like, I would say like if I have like a, it's like I told you before. Like if I have like a desire for nicotine or yeah. not nicotine. Well, I guess there's technically nicotine tobacco, but like mostly tobacco, I guess. In this, like if I had a desire for tobacco, it would be like in this form or like hookah. Mm-hmm. You know. You haven't done that in forever. That was mostly because um, this city has like no good shisha apparently, and I just haven't taken the time to order online. Mm. Um. Let's see. I don't know. It is fun. Also, that hookah is kind of a little fucked up. The last couple times I did it on the podcast, it was just kind of like awkward in the way, and I just was like, "That's okay. upsetting." Basically, not to you know point fingers, but if you would have listened to me and got a nicer one, <laughs> oh, it's fine. I'll make use of it at some point. I just, I honestly, I just haven't even thought about it. So I just, I don't know, like, how, I mean, I smoke pot, sure, but I don't know. I mean, and I guess there's tar in that, too. Yeah. Let's start building up pot. Somebody told me it's, like, worse than cigarettes, and I just don't believe that. I doubt it, because you're not, it doesn't have all those chemicals. It's, I mean, may, do they do they chemically treat pot? What chem? Uh... I don't. I mean, I don't think so. Besides, like, it's, but, I mean, it's, it's. But you know, it's very possible. I mean, that's kind of the downside to legalization that people don't even think about. It's like that stuff could definitely happen. Yeah. in America. Yeah, because then they could start making like weed cigarettes. Well, that's um, that's like a big thing with Marlboro. I'm pushing they, that away so I don't think you messing with it. Um, that's like that's the thing with Marlboro cigarettes is they're actually kind of thinking about making weed weedarettes. Yeah. Or that well, I don't know. Maybe that was, maybe I think that was like maybe just an idea. But like there yeah. was a fake promotion going on for a while that they were going to do that, and I have seen articles where they are. Yeah, let's look it up. You don't got your Google Assistant today. Here, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it for the fuck of it. Hey Google, Google, Marlboro marijuana cigarettes. Here are some things you can do when your phone's offline. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna do it on the thing. That's what happens when you rely on technology, Mr. Libertarian. What the fuck does that have to do with being a libertarian? 
Because <laughs> big companies such as Google owns everything and they own all the information. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because you always oh, yeah, go no. off about that's... that shit, but then you talk to your Google machine all the time. Oh yeah, I mean I get it. that's the hypocrisy, but at the same time there isn't like a libertarian avenue. That's the problem. It's like what what am I supposed to do? Like create my own shit? Yeah, right. I actually kind of was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> it's like what if I just went mad like that guy did Temple OS and just like just like spent years just trying to like figure out and code and just like create my own operating system. That's just for me. Dang. That seems like way too much effort. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. You have, more, <laughs> you have more important things to do in life, like smoke cigars <laughs> and watch Human Centipede Part 3. Fuck that. No! Part 3! Mayor won uh, cigarettes. Oh, so these are like... Those are cute. I don't think those are real. I think those are fake. No, but those are fake as fuck. Um, so, one tobacco giant hopes to stop making cigarettes entirely. Philip Morris International is the company behind Marlboro and the large brands. The company says they want to purchase out the manufacturing of cigarettes and move into smoke-free products. Damn. What does smoke-free products mean? I think they mean, like, cigarette smoke specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. I think that's what we're talking Maybe about. Maybe they're going to make edibles. Hmm? Maybe they're going to make edibles. Oh, no. Yeah. That's not near as... They wouldn't be able to make as much money off that. I know. Like, they say, like, if you're going to buy stocks, you should buy stocks in tobacco companies. Because it's like a supply and demand. Like, that's always going to be... Mm-hmm. That's always going to be consistent. Like yeah. throughout any economic strife, <laughs> like yeah, alcohol, say, especially, especially during like um, stressful times. Yeah, that's, sales that's the thing. Like that, like that's why like, I don't know if we got into this. Did we get into the whole thing with the masks no. already? No, we didn't. We didn't. So like that's all. Well, maybe oh, we kind of a little t- bit. No, a we teeny bit. Yeah, we. Ba- I mean, that was yeah. basically all of it. So yeah. there are all those. You know, there are all those like Disney masks. Yeah. And they have all the characters on them. And, like, that's the thing. Like, what if they, like, they, you know, make all these masks, like, geared towards kids, like, all the characters? That's just, like, that well, yeah, just triples already, their money. Yeah, they, they're already almost. doing that. Yeah, that's exactly. like, um, one of the girls I work with was talking about getting those for her girls. Because they want Disney ones. Like, you could just so it's buy. It's becoming a social status. You could just buy. Well, I mean. It's like it's like Biden. Man. It hit Biden's fucking mask and Biden Obama's fucking mask. They looked like Darth Vader. And that's not to be racist. That's just saying like the how like their mask being black and just like the shape of it. Like you know, it, like yeah. they literally. I mean, those are like, like the common masks now, though. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's a, it's almost like an elitist look. Like it's like a what? What's the fucking movie? Uh, Purge. It's almost like Purge, like in a way. Ah. Uh-huh the masks like it strips away your identity i think you're reading too much into it though and that's that's a possibility i'm sure plenty of people would say but i think it's definitely an aspect that i think i think what like i mean not that it like the social status thing what i i think the reason that there's so many different masks right now is because well 
like different style wise like it's clearly becoming a thing that's not like that's kind of permanent not really but kind of you know what i mean the, like, it's yeah like, masks are gonna be around for a while uh, no i saw an a art- lot of people were really upset because it like strips away your identity and yep. so for a lot of people having those options to like buy your own like make your own like buy something like that like kind of is just another expression of who you are but you're just buying into the whole thing though if you do i don't that. know i mean because it's not really your expression it's just like a you're choosing from a selection well if of, you're being forced to wear a mask why wouldn't you want to wear one that you like that, like, yeah but you're still picking you, yeah but you're still picking from like a certain selection yeah. i mean I, and not i mean we don't need to get into that too, too much but i yeah. mean like Black Lives Matter, the whole thing of Black Lives Matter. I mean that. I mean that. I mean, I'm sure people have that on their masks. Oh yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. So I mean, like even that, like how the NBA like just did Black Lives Matter. I'm not. I'm not even like here to like talk about it or criticize it. But like that is like a certain viewpoint. There, the the thing that has risen with this Black Lives Matter movement um substantially is the people that are against it. So, I mean, that's just kind of interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sitting here saying, like, fuck that or anything. It's just an interesting observation. Because you always have to remember there's two sides to every coin. Yeah, but sometimes there's not a good side. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh. Sometimes there's a really (laughs) shitty, fucked up side. Oh, my God. Nobody wants that side. (laughs) You know. It's like Two Face. This is like the fucking Asperger's level, like uh, film guy. Me is like I just think of all this. I was actually listening to a Jordan Peterson thing about that. But anyways, uh, so like I thought of like you know like Harvey Dent. Yeah, I just thought of Two Face. Yeah, yeah. That's (laughs) what I was just thinking. Like I, I just I, I, I would just be curious to think like how many people in our generation because you know like growing up when you see these images. Like yeah. you're in a way, I don't want to say brainwashed, but in a way you're like at least very influenced by like films and their messages. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm I mean, for films to come out with people like wearing masks and shit. Yeah, I've been thinking about that actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, uh, like, like music and art, like, and it yeah. almost kind of annoys me how like how like every I feel like everything that is ever conceived is going to be. Con- geared toward this thing and that's almost like that's just like unitarian as fuck and like elitist as shit i don't know Mm. that's extreme probably from a lot of people but i mean for me i like putting it in like movies and music i think it's a good way to like solid like like you watch movies from like the 70s and people are at the disco and shit you know no, I, I see. Then, like, I see what you're saying. Like in like terms of capture, like, yeah, like to capture the time period and the emotions that people are feeling in this time period. I think is important. Yeah, but there's also plenty of time to do that. I mean, and, well, yeah, there's plenty of time. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. I guess the thing I worry yeah. about. I guess the thing I worry about with that is it's going to solidify everyone to like just continue to do that forever. I just I don't know. Forever? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's not the worst I, I, thing. Really? I'd rather wear a mask and get a shot. 
<laughs> well, that's true. I mean, that, I mean, I know to I'm compare not those movie. two things, sure. But like, I don't know. It's like, well, it's just, I don't know. I don't want like a dandy stripped away from a fucking mask. I just don't like, I, mean, I don't know. It's like the fucking, everybody's been watching all these sci-fi movies where people like wear masks yeah. all the time and shit. So they all think it's okay. I don't know. I guess, okay. My I don't think is, that the risk, I don't think that the risk that's at stake for people doing all these measures is worth it now if something like the black plague came and like killed 50 percent of the population then yeah okay sure i mean if you think about it the masks are not just protecting you from covid hmm. like it's, no i get it's, they're like, protecting other like, people too like in asia like they wear masks when they no i yeah stuff, i've heard that too you know it's like a it's like a part of their culture yeah and i don't think it's stripping away your identity i think i mean i know a lot of people think like that but like if you think about it, back in the day, like at one point we didn't wear underwear. So yeah, and we now evolved. we wear yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So yeah. I, <laughs> so I, you're going on that train, but I don't know. But that's I think that's. Different. I'm just I'm just making an argument against what you're saying. It's all really okay. No, I see what yeah. you're saying. I I see what you're saying. I'm not like, trying to like like we may, like you know we. I don't human know how I feel personally. No, so okay, no, I get what you're saying. Like we as humans, you know, are destined to evolve, and maybe this is a way for us to evolve mm-hmm. is that we all just wear masks. Yeah. I guess I just don't know. It's just a new piece of clothing. But I don't know. I, okay, so a couple things. A, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's worth it. B, I and just like with the low, I like I said, like the low level risk. Mm-hmm. the low amount of people who are, I mean, really, who are dying and how blown up this is. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Dr. Phil on Wild Ride with Steve-O the other day. I know that's, like, a, not necessarily really informative source, Phil, but, though. like, yeah, but Dr. Yeah, he's God, the shit. He's just, like, he's chill as fuck, you mm-hmm. know? He just deals with all these guys that, mm-hmm. like, do all these crazy drugs and he laughs at their stories. Like, yeah. he's just, you know, he's a cool guy. But anyway, it's like, like, he compared this to, like, H1N1. And I remember when H1N1 happened, and it's about the same rate. Like, the same amount of people. Really? Well, well okay. So, about 500,000 people died for from that total and then like we're about at about 600,000 right now oh I so i mean so but but here but here's the thing about that number is that that number i mean there's so much dispute yeah as how well it's hard yeah it's definitely it's hard to say they're accurate they've i've heard estimates to about they're about 25 percent misaccuracy yeah in ter- how big that number like, is like up or down up so it's like twenty five percent less than what they're actually recording at because people will die and Could then it they'll potentially have twenty five percent more as well though like uh, no, it's not like I a, mean I guess it could like, potentially. It's not like a percentage that like goes either way is what you're saying. No, it's a percentage that goes up specifically. Okay. okay. Yeah, so like twenty five percent of these like they, I don't know. It's and that's to, the big problem yeah. with all this thing is it changes every fucking it all, it's seemingly like every day that it changes. Yeah, you and know? like people get frustrated, but also like it's hard to it's hard to determine that stuff, you know. How how are you supposed to look that's at someone? True, and be like, been, it, that's true, but it's been that's true, but it's been so drastic. Or though. they died from pneumonia or something, or like as a result of co- like someone who had COVID and it weakened them so much that then they died. Like, did they die from COVID? Kind of. Okay, so but that's true, that's but like so if somebody was like so some, but if somebody was like really looking at this from like a scientific perspective, they would be able to take that into account. And maybe not just write that off as a COVID death. Well, right I feel away. like they could just list it as like a like not you know like there could why can't that just be a category 
So okay, you know? so here's the okay. So I understand that this fundamental argument, like what you're arguing, is like, yeah, should we just treat this for everything? And that's a valid argument. Like, should we as a society just in general wear masks in public because there are plenty of other diseases and plenty of other shit that are affecting people and killing people? That's a valid argument. And people really want to have that argument. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But I don't think that's the argument people are having. I think people are taking this, what's happening with COVID, and they're latching onto it and they're using it. It's almost like a political thing. Like, either way, like... It seems like left-minded people are really, like, about masks and even to the point where they're, like, calling the police on people for not wearing masks and, like, lecturing people p- publicly. Like, the per- per- person that I had on the podcast, uh, I don't mean to talk about this, but whatever, fuck her, uh, podcast several times, you know, just personally attacked me. Like, just came over here and was just, like, call, like you know, just saying how shitty I was for not, like, that, I think that isn't called for. I don't think that yeah. I don't think anybody like you're not serving any justice. You're just being an asshole. Yeah. You need to. Uh, people should focus on bettering themselves before bettering other people. And I, you know, talking shit about religion. This is the one thing I'll give them credit for is the story, uh, the splinter in the eye. Like look in the mirror and look at what's going on your at your mm-hmm. fucking self before looking at someone else. Yeah. That's something I can at least agree yeah. with. <laughs> Sorry, I went off. You're I'm getting okay. a little pissed. Okay, don't get pissed. I understand. Um, what do you like? Uh, I, I mean, I don't really like. I mean, these aren't these aren't really how I feel personally. Like I'm just saying stuff. No, like because I I honestly I don't know how to feel, and I'm okay with that. And you know, I get that because like you know like I said I start I started wearing a mask yeah. publicly. Well, like because like am like am I one of those people that's like I need to protect everybody from COVID and flatten the curve like and that's why i'm wearing a mask no i'm wearing a mask because someone told me to and i'm okay with yeah. that like i'm okay i'm okay with just doing what I'm, like i know i'm not the majority but i'm okay with doing what people tell me to do like if it, and, if it makes them more comfortable like and it's that small of an inconvenience to me then fine like i'm not out here to make people uncomfortable see i i see i see two sides of that coin mm-hmm. it's like yes like wearing a mask is a really small thing like is it really that big of a deal do it ultimately probably not and like that's kind of the realization that i've come to this last week Mm -hmm. where i'm just you know and not that i've really gotten a lot of rebuttal but like i still kind of feel it like under the skin you can you know that society's kind of geared towards that way so it's like you know you're either part of it you're not part of it well yeah our brains are wired to think of us versus them like in every single situation Mm, like that's true that's just how your your brain automatically categorizes things like you and things not like you Mm. and we can't fix that unfortunately yeah so all you can really do is be aware of it so i guess what was my point so there's that i guess there's that side of the coin but then there's also like you know if you if you give the federal government the power to be able to enforce like and you know this is you know fuck trump i'm not gonna vote for him but this is kind of the one thing that you know a lot of people probably disagree with but i Mm -hmm. honestly agree with like he you know in an interview recently they were like just because he was really controversial because he was saying that basically the reason the interview was controversial was that he was potentially saying that he would not accept the results of the yeah. next election which is really fucked like, up you don't get a, like, cho- not, don't get a choice yeah like re- <laughs> well well that, that's the thing though is like legally like the president can reject it 
That, but like nobody's ever done it because like you know obviously everybody's, everybody's had common sense to like pass on democracy but obviously trump is the p- person who wouldn't do that so that so anyways that yeah. was why i was watching the interview but a point he didn't so i watched the whole thing i mean obviously fox edited it but like i watched the full fox interview at least mm-hmm. and uh and trump basically said like he he you know i thought he thought that there was a certain freedom and like you know, not making people wear masks. I think that is important in a sense because I don't really like the federal government really telling me to do anything, to be honest. I know it's kind of, a lot of people might think that's radical, but like. You're going to hate me for this? Yeah, sure. But I think that the government should definitely tell people what to do. I think people need to be told what to do, to be honest. <laughs> hmm. I'll show myself the door. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, I mean,. I don't know. I think like I think not telling people what to do wheedles out the people who I are think if naturally you give people that up. freedom, they're gonna fuck it up. Well, yeah, as, but those but then see. those people will fuck it up and then yeah. they'll die out. Well, not necessarily. Look at look at where we are right now. Well, okay, now. there would be a smaller. I would think there would be a smaller population if you just let them do their own thing. Like, to be honest, so. they would kill themselves off. I mean, really, they would, I saw, eat, they would eat each other. I saw an interesting thing. <laughs> Sorry. Go for it. The other day. Do you remember, this was years ago, where these people, like, up in fucking Washington, I want to say, they, like, it was, like, a small group of guys who, like, stormed a government building and, like, took over. Mm. Does that, that sound Wait, a couple of, years ago, you yeah, said? Yeah, a couple years ago. It was, like, a standoff for, like, 40 days. Oh. Uh. And people like uh, that sounds like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it really happened. Um, I'll try to look it up, but well, I was uh, trying to look it up. My my point is, like, I saw an interesting thing. Like, people were talking about how like people reacted to that um, more mm-hmm. so. Like, Ah, yeah, and or it was in rural Oregon. It was in t- 2016. A group of armed anti-government activi- activists they encamped at a government building. Or yeah, so they were. They, I mean, they got sent to prison eventually. But they, I mean, people didn't really like. You know, like they sent them supplies and stuff, and it was just absolutely ridiculous. And then, but they didn't react nearly in the same way as like. What happened recently in Chaz? Mm. Like how no one cared. No one cared about those guys. But then as soon as like someone tries to actually like do, I'm not saying like actually do, but like actually, you know what I mean. They actually did something. That's for sure. You know what I mean. But like as soon as it's like a like a kind of thought out thing, then people freak the fuck out. You thought Chaz was thought out? I said kind of. In, in a you dif- know, in a different way than what happened, I th- like I agree with the fact that what happened, what happened in Oregon in 2016, should have been dealt with a lot more harshly than. So okay, so I'm not actually that familiar with this. What happened in Oregon in 2016? I just told you. I spaced out. God damn it. Fucking god. Okay, so these so, guys in Oregon, um, do you know how to, you camped know how to out in a, these anti-government people yeah. camped out or like took over a federal building. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like so, made, uh, yeah, their, made their made. own like yeah the forty the forty country. okay the forty days holy yeah shit. I don't damn. know if it was forty days or not but that's God. what I think we're about to have people over here later yeah damn I'm drunk do you need a do you need to calm down uh, I might need to sober up for the next couple hours that's for sure it's okay I'll slap you in the face like dunk your head underwater make you drink coffee. I mean, whatever. I'll just come off as an alcoholic. Who I really yeah, am as an alcoholic. What fine. I mean. <laughs> I mean, cooking and food. Fuck. Yeah. I, I got. <laughs> I got to push it in the oven at some point here. But okay. So anyway, yeah. Anyways, sorry. We're going off tangent. No, I'm sorry. No, you were fine. I that was totally me. But um, no, I would definitely say like that area is just like prone to having that fucking crazy shit happen. I like. People are going to leave the West Coast. They're going to move to places like here or like up north. I would move to Oregon. I like the idea. Really? I like the idea of Oregon. Portland? Not Portland. Oregon. But like what part of Portland? I don't know. Probably probably smaller than Portland. But not like small, small town. Look, I've never been. But it's it's got lots of trees and it's not that hot there. So, what else do I need? Hmm. Portland or not Portland? God damn it! Oregon, Alaska, and Maine. Those are my three three states I want I would live in. Wow, really? Yeah. So what is it? Just like the nature aspect of Oregon that you? Yeah, probably. Also, it's not that hot. Hmm. Temperature wise, I see. I'm sure there's some fine ass people in Oregon. <laughs> so, kind of going back to what we were talking about. Yeah, like so I'm that, No, you're fine. Like with the uh, with the uh, whatever that event was and Chaz. Yeah. All these movements kind of seem to have a mob mentality of them. Yeah. No matter what you do, there's going to be like a mob mentality, a group thing. Yeah. Because that's just the way people function, and it's really shitty. So, do you think that's just a reality that we can't avoid? Yeah unfortunately i mean you don't think that can be i think there's ways to go about it you don't think it can be fixed with proper education no really yes nope um that is just the way people are wired we're very social creatures who have like really strong desire to fit in with the group and then when we're in a group we feel safe we feel protected and we feel like we can be assholes (laughs) basically yeah but don't you think there's a correlation between like intelligence and groupthink mob mentality like um, i would be willing to bet that people who are involved in those groups are probably less intelligent not that you'd be surprised i don't think like really 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 intelligent people are involved in those groups from well uh, really really intelligent people aren't out in the general public mostly. yeah that's true that's so good point. <laughs> um good, good point very vet if I had the applause button, I would give it a very mm-hmm. loud point. So, I mean, I think that, I mean, there's ways to go about things without getting, like, a mob type thing involved. But it's hard. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's one of those things you just have to, I mean, expect, essentially, really. Expect it and know how to counter it know how to prevent like the worst possible outcomes from happening it's true so let me ask you this uh who do you ask to come 
I guess, the, you know, because this is kind of, you know, going mm-hmm. full circle to what we were talking about at the beginning of this. Yeah. With, like, defunding the police. How, mm-hmm. how do you handle that situation when uh, those protests get too out of hand with defunded police? Well, I think that there could be, essentially. I mean, I don't know at this point. Like, okay, look, I'm a little intoxicated. No, you're, I'm you're a little intoxicated. This, Molly, neither of us. Yeah, ne- I want. I mean, I preface this in so many episodes. Neither of us are experts. I, could, I don't see why there can't be a group of people who are specially trained, who not necessarily police, but like even just like in general, like psychologists, who are able to. Go but would you there. even want that kind of job if you if you had to go do that? Um, a lot of people would, surprisingly. I would not enjoy that, but there's a lot of people who would. I don't know. A lot of people I've met who like are in the medical. They like they like the fact that they're in their cozy little office and they well, just yeah. get to talk to people on their couch. You know, <laughs> I don't think any of them really want to go out and like deal with people like you know taking needles out of people's arms and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. I uh, do think sorry. that if that was like a thing that was like publicized, I think more people would go into those fields. That's true. Because like people like for instance people who want to be paramedics even, maybe some of them would be like, "Oh, hey, like I could do the whole pulling needles out of people's arms." Or like mm. people who maybe want to go into like politics, like political science, and they see this mob mentality thing, like where people like working, like to defuse mobs and shit. They would be like, "Hey, maybe that's something I'd be interested in." I'm really good at public speaking. So let me play devil's advocate a little yeah. bit here. Um, I think this kind, of, in a way, that kind of plays on the idea of like where you're kind of entrusting the human person the human spirits like make the right choice i just but that's fu- what you're doing with cops too um if you give them too much immunity yes i think if you i think if you were to take some of those immunities away without defunding them that would take that aspect away you don't you like but like the cop cops are pe- like humans too yeah like but you're they- relying on them to be decent people and make good decisions that's true but i mean see the problem with the humanity the immunities is that like cops aren't able to be sued or like 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 with certain immunities that are in place for i I, and this is me just what based on what i've heard i don't have any sources or anything like that but like um they have certain immunities where like be if them like if they like like let's say a white cop shoots a black guy he he can't be taken to civil court for that he's protected under certain federal laws state laws whatever mm-hmm. where that can't happen yeah like i think those immunities to be stripped you think if those immunities were stripped we wouldn't be relying on people still well we would but they but that would i think that would give more of an opportunity for people to be more trained therefore probably yeah. get a and better how, salary and therefore be how better is that different than the other like how is that different from well it's like the argument that you said be, i think i think it, it's like less cops that are more educated yeah that are it, yeah, but it's like saying, it's like if you entrust that you, you entrust you that to doctors advocate for when i said oh about okay the, true true yeah. So all all that does that doesn't that that. Okay, I see. Really I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of blending in between that. Sorry. Okay. Cool. I just I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. Okay. Um. 
Yeah. What are you saying about doctors? Kind of, what was that? Sorry. What are you saying about doctors? Well, okay. So it's kind of in the same way that you give that same entrustment to like a brain surgeon. Mm-hmm. And like if a brain surgeon shows up drunk on the job or something, you have the right to sue them. But they still get paid a lot mm-hmm. to do their job. So, I mean, I guess like, I mean, sure, there's, I mean, obviously there's some difference in that, but like by that argument, it's kind of the same thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, it is. No matter what you do, you're relying on a human being, a person who makes yeah, and mistakes, that, who has faults, and who that's might true, not do but the right thing. That's true, but the whole point of the law is to structure something where there's as little leeway for that opportunity as possible for there to be corruption. Yeah, but it's still there. So I don't think it matters whether you're police or whether you're a mob specialist, essentially. <laughs> that's not what you should call them but <laughs> a mob specialist. a mob specialist <laughs> like uh yeah, yeah god you haven't seen analyze this have you no it's this movie with uh robert de niro and this other guy basically this this guy plays a therapist and he's a therapist to robert de niro who's like a gangster mm. and he like does all this shit and like uh, i don't want to spoil the ending but i mean and then they both go to jail essentially Dang. We still have to finish Razorhead. We'll have to do that later. Yeah. That was a fucking crazy movie. I mean, we we have it for 48 hours from last well, night. Well, so. yeah. So probably like, fuck. Well, shit. We'll have to watch well, it. Well, so no. You you have it until Monday night. Mm. We'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. That's fine. I have to call my mother tomorrow. I don't think the recording thing canceled. So, oh, really? Yeah. So oh. it'll just be a free day. So. If you want to have some fun, we can maybe do that during the day. Cool. We'll see. I'm not doing anything. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we... Okay. Anyways. Um, fuck. I don't know. What else is going on? Is there anything else we want to talk about? Mm. Or have we been already going on long enough? I don't know. Where are we at? Oh, we're almost at two hours. Wow. Damn. I mean, Fuck. Knowing us, we could go another hour. I mean, we could. We could. I'm, I'd be fine with that if you want. See, here's because here's the thing: is like the whole how the the whole arc of this podcast has been like you know I'm trying to teach other people. Yeah. So I feel like when we have these opportunities, where because here's the I mean, if people haven't realized because I'm now, a normal person and I have no skills. A I'm normal not, person with no skills. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of fits into the uh, Eric Andre esque idea that i originally had for the podcast right yeah where it's like just fuck everything <laughs> mm-hmm. have like homeless people homeless people come in can i see that i want to can i tap it sure and get Go rid ahead. of the stuff Fine. i just <gasps> i've never i've never done that before and i've always wanted to but i didn't want to fuck it up yeah i mean um there was this guy that um in college he was like not a very intelligent person he was like mm-hmm. not to discriminate or like be an asshole i guess but like uh very military i think he was going specifically for, for military stuff he has shaved head and everything but like mm. he always smoked his cigarettes and he just smoked them and he's like i, I don't I, I don't do that i don't do the whole fucking thing because eventually you just smoke them and then you know, the ashes just fall off and that's it <laughs> not exactly like that but. interesting god i don't have any really fun stories from college because my oh, college life sucked 
Really? Yeah. That I sucks. met one of my really good friends who I'm still friends with. But Is she's the one coming overnight? No. Oh. No, you haven't met her. She lives in Ames. Mm-hmm. I want I want to I want you and I to get together with her and your dog and then she has a dog and she has a backyard. Hey, so I'm they down. Could play, they could play around. Like, you know, cuz as much mm-hmm. as much people as come through here for the podcast, I don't really have that much of a social life cuz I'm so busy, so. Yeah. Um cuz I mean, her dog used to be best friends with Gunther. Mm. So, mm. I think they would get along. Yeah, they're definitely um him and you know duke were definitely yeah. on that hyper hyperbolic yeah. level i do wish she would have gotten to like spend more time with him and shit but yeah yeah but we're not gonna talk about that yeah we're, we're not. a sensitive bitch yeah right <laughs> we don't need like cry for the last hour no. of this podcast Holy no shit. no i could bitch <laughs> not gonna bitch about go some to ex- fuck we could go into some x stories we could that uh, would that might feel good that maybe would feel, that would feel good for me maybe that would get some rage out yeah well i mean you seem to be i think like overall i mean i've obviously felt some rage over the last little bit but mm-hmm. i think like because sorry I'm, no go i'm gonna it. say this before before you get into yours is like you know i had a nightmare last night with her yeah like i was thinking about this today like my ex-wife it's not like when i have dreams about her it's not even like that like longing for her that i want yeah. her she's like a villain yeah it's like an ins- right? it's like an right? ins- it's like an inception when like maul is just there fucking up the whole movie and leo's just like god damn it get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> but like but you know he even he still loves her a little bit but yeah. like that part's gone it's just yeah. like her just like there fucking shit up and i'm just like yeah get them, uh, you know yeah i mean that's how a lot of my my, my dreams always go with like things start to be good between us and then I just all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, you're a fucking horrible person, and there's a reason I'm not with you anymore. <laughs> right. Okay, before we start this, okay. can I go pee real quick? Yeah, you know I kind of okay. need to pee too. So yeah, we're at okay. Well, hour. I'm gonna pee first. All right, cool. We'll be right back. We're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna get into some ex horror stories. So this will be fun. Yeah, this is gonna be a good time. <laughs> this is definitely gonna take up. A, this is gonna we're gonna beat the record for sure. I hope so. That'd be cool. Hell yeah, that'd be cool. All right, stay tuned. I was reading an interesting thing last night when you were sleeping about hmm. marijuana addiction. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, you can. Curious, it, I, I'm curious. Go get into it. Well, fuck. Uh, just that, like, a lot of people think it's a myth, but it's a real thing, and I can see how it's a real. Like, I think anything can be addictive. Well, okay, so, so I would agree, but that also kind of just breaks down the definition of addiction, in a sense. Cause, I mean, if I, I mean, I don't because I mean the the thing with the addiction is like you're I don't think you can be physically dependent on it, but you can definitely be mentally dependent on it. But that's kind of mm-hmm. the thing like you can be mentally dependent on anything. You can be mentally dependent on a religion. So yeah. no, I, I I do I do agree. I I have known people who have abused marijuana. I've probably abused marijuana at my point in my life. I'm I'm not willing to dispute that. Yeah. Or now um, not, not, I'm not willing to. <laughs> I'm not. Or I'm not afraid for that to be disputed. I guess that's the thing is a lot of people think that it's not addictive. Um, yeah. No. I I get that. That's like the whole problem with like this whole like uprising with the movements. Like everybody thinks it's right. just like. So like I can understand being worried about that when it comes to like legalizing marijuana. Not that I mean I think it should be legalized, but 
See, but here's the thing with it being legalized, though. Those numbers, when it gets legalized, those numbers go down. People don't use it, like, like abusively when it's legalized. Like, in Colorado, like, the number of people who use marijuana before 21 has, like, dropped dramatically. Mm. I don't know. I think more, that more so has to do with education than anything. Yeah. I would be willing to bet. God damn. I follow 635 people on Instagram. Holy shit, really? Yes. Wow. That's Maybe what? that's why I'm behind. I I'm not I don't even follow that many people. I but you know that my ratio is really good because of that. Like yeah. I follow like 110 people and like I like I think I have like 72 73 yeah. followers. Well, I, I mean, I don't really post on Instagram. So like I just started following a shit ton of people because like uh I like having, like, a never-ending feed where I never see everything. It's just, like, I'm constantly, like, there's constantly new oh, stuff. So that's when I just, get like, bored, that's the addiction, though. That's I mean, like, that's the thing. I mean, I guess that's the thing is, like, when I get, like, Instagram's, like, what I do when I'm bored. Like, I scroll through and look at pictures and shit. Okay, so. Okay, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. So, let's get back to, we, we were going to bitch about our exes. You yeah. were, you were hot. I'm hot. You, you were hot. <laughs> So let's get into it. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah. mean, probably before this time, I wouldn't have wanted to say anything because I'm still, like, financially tied. And, like, there's still that part of me that worries, like, if for some reason my ex were to hear it, like, she'd get pissed and then she'd stop paying the mortgage. I doubt more than 15 views are going to hit this video. Well, yeah. Honestly. I wouldn't but, uh, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, but it's, like, I mean, I'm scared to see her when I'm out in public, so... No, I get that. It's that. It's that fear aspect. Shit, sorry. <laughs> You're banned. Uh, sorry. It's my friend that's coming oh. over here. She's just asking what kind of alcohol I like. Oh. I'm so I'm so rude. I'm so sorry. I've done this twice. Okay, but anyway, there's always that part of me that just like kind of worries. No, about you're it. fine. You're fine. But at this point, I really don't care if she stops paying the mortgage because I'm done. I can't. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I'm, we've been talking about this for weeks. I mean, because if you're, I mean, if you're done, then just defaults, right? Basically, like, like, yeah. or like, what's or the th- yeah. Yeah. But you can, you, like, if you can't pay that, which I mean. Well, right now they're not because COVID, they won't get mad at you if you don't pay. But, but that, I what mean, if I purposely don't want to pay? You want to get out and, of You know, that's kind of, I mean, and you know what? That's like, that's kind of a scary thing. I think that's like where you maybe, and I'm not to put words in your mouth. I could be full yeah. of shit, but like, that's maybe where you kind of worry with this whole COVID thing extending. It's like, yeah. what if that? Yeah. What if that goes on for like true. two two years and oh. you can never sell your fucking? Okay, I'm well. I'm sorry. I don't mean to get too real, but like too real. Okay, but like you see what I'm saying? I do. You know? No, I've I've definitely thought about it. Okay. So okay. So anyways, continuing. You your ex. Fucker. Fucker. Yeah. Yeah. F- fucker uh, exes. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. I'm I'm ex lesbian. Yeah. If we hadn't I, figured I guess, that out from guess, referring yeah. to her. <laughs> Although, how dare you assume her gender? <laughs> uh, no, no she goes g- by her. Yeah, I'm not going to get to that. Okay, no, she fucks so, so, okay. So, yeah, you were in a lesbian relationship. Uh-huh. And, I mean, if anybody thinks I'm homophobic, fuck you. Obviously, I'm not. Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> 
I like retaliated against people in the town that I lived in. I was like, fuck you. You guys are assholes. Like, why do you give a fuck if, like, some guy's sucking dick? And that's, like, the thing about... I think, like, the people who are homophobic are the people who are closet homosexuals. They're the people who have, like literally like they're in their room and they're jerking off and like they uh, they they just like they one time they think of a dick like oh my god a fucking dick oh but they're like oh no yeah my religion i can't i can't imagine that no that's what you fuck the fags you know yeah they go Uh, on that sexuality is on a spectrum Okay. Yeah. Like a lot. No, no, I mean, no. Not no okay. No, is, I will. Uh, no, no. I will that agree with that. This is a proven fact or anything, but this is the idea. I no. Really se- no. I. I. So yeah. I know we disagree on some parts, but like sexuality, I would actually. Yeah, we're, not, we're not getting into. You're not getting into that, but no, no. Sexuality, I will agree okay. with, is like definitely yeah. a spectrum. And yep. most people don't fall on those outliers of being a hundred percent straight or a hundred percent gay. Like most people are somewhere in the in between. Yep. A lot yep. of people are like eighty percent straight, ninety yeah. percent straight. I think I think like that's kind of the joke. Like to truly be a straight man, I think you have to admit that there's like that ten pence for ten percent part of yeah. you who's been like I'm like I thought about it. Like sure, like I mean if you're like if you're okay like and, that, and that's not even like me like being sexually in tune with that. It's yeah. just like me being a logical person, being like yeah sure I've thought about like what that would be you know yeah I was gonna the say, possibility we, of that you know I don't I don't want to call you up. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> oh. ah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, nasty. Anyway. Okay. Um, I wasn't gonna call you up, but like we've had this conversation where you've been like, you've you've said that you're not like you're not attracted to guys. Yeah. But you've like you've see like in your mind you could see how it'd be like living with a guy like being in a relationship with a guy. yeah so yeah. okay this is the thing i've always said like i can imagine the emotional aspect yeah of like being with another man i can understand like being a man and loving another man for who they are yeah and I, I totally understand i can i like i personally can wrap my head around that and being able to admit that is like it's crazy i understand that you deserve stickers <laughs> yeah um you know mar you know marlon brando the guy who played godfather he was like really openly like kind of bisexual he always said that like i think like any guys like fucking full of shit they say that they haven't thought of like a like a homosexual experience and he like joker like he was openly homosexual people but like Mm -hmm. he didn't really talk about it but like he was like there's some speculation that he and who's the fucking uh god damn it the black guy the black guy with the beard who's superman 3 the comedian, stand comedian, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. There's oh. speculation that him and Richard Pryor had a homosexual He's relationship. In Superman. Superman three. Damn. Yeah. Have you never seen that movie, dude? I fucking hate Superman. We're not gonna. Oh my god, I hate Superman so much. But you haven't seen the classical. He's... But like, there's okay, like, so, seen... it's like so bad, it's good. Almost. I've seen Superman, that old one. Okay, the first Reeves. one's really. The first one's really good. That has Marlon Brando in it too. Funny enough. Who is he? Marlon Brando is his dad. Oh. Yeah, that's Marlon Brando. Is Marlon Brando the Godfather? Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. I want to make sure we're on this. And he's also in Streetcar Named Desire. Right? Marlon Brando? Yeah, isn't he the I guy? Thought... Stella! Maybe. I don't... Fuck. I never watched Let's it. Let's look this up. I never watched it. I just read the play. But... Streetcar Named Desire. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. That's Marlon Brando. Uh... What does this have to do with our exes? Oh yeah, being ex lesbian. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we just got into a whole yeah, I know. homosexual train. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. So okay. So yeah. So like okay. Like the movie Moonlight. Yeah. We're going off on a tangent here, obviously. Okay. But like, that's a great fucking movie. That's a really good movie. It's I, sad. I mean, well, yeah, but like in the end, he like he really. I mean, he tr- he finds happiness, like does, at least like emotionally. Does he find a boy? Yeah, it's not okay. how it ends. He I like can't he, he I saw it once because he has the homosexual experience with a teenager, and that's that same yeah. guy. And they like at oh, the end they they like that's right. It was cute. And he was like, I haven't been with anyone since you, and like you know, oh. I thought it ended really well. Okay, that's but cool. like okay, so like that movie, there was like a very minutely sexual part, but it didn't even focus on it. It was like the entire like so the one guy's jerking the other guy off. And it's like really emotional. And like it's it's really weird, but like I don't know, like I've like I so I've taken acid. Mm-hmm. There I've had I've I had an experience like probably. This is going off on a tangent, I know, okay. but okay, it's like four or five months probably before I left, I had an experience where I took some I took quite a bit of acid. I was tripping and I was in the in the, in the shower, and I felt not, and I don't know I'm I don't know, I don't know maybe I don't know whatever you mm-hmm. you know. I, whatever yeah. um but i like i felt really feminine mm-hmm. in that moment like and that was I just, okay it, yeah and I, 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 I like i embraced it mm-hmm. there was a moment where i was in the shower i just felt like super feminine it was like really it was just this like really bizarre weird experience i think everyone should experience yeah and, well and so i guess that's and that that's probably the aspect of united degree because like i think it's okay for like a man to embrace those feelings yeah and i think that and that's where I, well that's probably where you and i agree toxic masculinity. <sighs> that's no. what i mean when i say oh, toxic masculinity God. this is what i'm talking about the idea that it's not okay to be feminine i'm sorry <sighs> I don't mean I no you're fine i don't mean to yeah but you know what i mean no, like I do. I I do understand what you're saying because, like, there are. I do understand there are probably a lot of men who would listen to that and be like, "What the fuck is wrong?" Yeah, with you? You know? yeah. They would they would hear that and they'd be like, they call you names like yeah, they call me queer. Yeah, fake. Yeah, I got called those a lot when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, and that's bullshit. Well, I was in high school. Make- like, my class was convinced I was gay. I'm sure of it. I could that could be paranoia, but like, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what boys like hyper fixation on being gay or not is it's ridiculous girls don't have that shit i think we get naked you know, in front of each other and to be fine. honest i think it's a lot of it, i think it's a lot more generational than like just um I, I think it's a lot more generational than just the nature of men honestly i think and i think that really ties into religion at least yeah. in my experience that's what well, how it's been yeah but like toxic masculinity can be generational too. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, that's not the important part. That's not the important part. Okay. But I think it's imp- like there's nothing wrong with men being feminine, and there's nothing wrong with women being masculine. And I think people just need like it's more acceptable for women to be masculine than it is for men to be feminine. And I think that's so stupid. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Definitely. Like. And that's the thing, like, with, like, unisex toys, uh, if you, 
if you like start paying attention <laughs> jesus christ did you just say unisex toys yeah i don't know how else to i was what you know i was watching sorry not to get off no. track again but like i was watching all grass no breaks video where like he was at this alien convention they were like these alien sex toys and they had like oh. tentacles and shit and then that's what they were saying there was like the unisex are they talking toys. about the ones where you can like put eggs in them yeah 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 <laughs> this is that one and, like the chick was just like yeah the egg i don't know how yeah, good the eggs taste that. but like oh my god yeah Fuck you make shit. like gelatin eggs and put it in and then like <sighs> Yeah, it's fucking weird. It is weird. It is so weird. weird. But no, I'm talking about like like toys that like boys and girls could play with, like Nerf guns, for instance. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go. That's the only thing I can think of right now at this point. Anyway, wait, you're talking about like a sex toy Nerf guns no, or like I'm just not regular Nerf sex guns? Toys in general. Okay, okay, sorry. You're well, the that's... one who brought up yeah, sex okay, toys. Okay, I was... okay. I was okay. talking about kids' toys. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Unisex wow. kids toys. Well, when you say unisex, I'm just I'm you sorry. Hear, you hear sex toys. Oh my God. Okay, maybe this oh, is the yeah. toxic masculinity you're oh. talking about. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's so ingrained in my DNA I don't even realize it. <laughs> okay, know. anyway, you'll <laughs> see an advertising <laughs> for to like unisex kids toys that they use boys because Girls will play with mm. boys' toys, but boys won't play with girls' toys. Ah, I see. Mm -hmm. But but um, but there's um, we don't need to get into this. But I think there is some studies to like say that like that some of that just kind of naturally occurs, mm. like through like just watching children interact and with toys and all that. Like some of that's just kind of natural to what their interests are, natural interests are. Yes, but those like. So your argument is that those things are because of toxic ma no. toxic no, 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 no. My my point is there's like that society has labeled things boy stuff and girl stuff, and it's ingrained. Like parents don't let their boys wear dresses, like play dress up. Like okay, like so. Yeah, I mean, I wore a dress at one point, definitely. Yeah, and know. there's I mean, there's that absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like um so my in college I had a I took a class on uh, gender and sexuality and the teacher had this son and her son wanted to take up a, a toy purse with him to daycare and the dad got pissed. He was like no son of mine's carrying a purse. Like it's just, he's a kid. He doesn't Yeah, my dad my dad had those kind yeah. of ones to me too. Yeah. That's toxic masculinity. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? I would say it's probably more anti-homosexuality, actually, which is probably worse. Um, uh, they go together. Really? Think yeah. so? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. 100%. Hmm. Anyways, we've gone on this huge fucking tangent. Yeah. I think we've pretty much gotten everything out yeah. about all that. So, okay. So, our exes. Ex our exes fucking suck. <laughs> you want to go into it? I do. Fucking really, go into it. I really it. do. First, I mean, okay. I think it's very weird like the shared experiences that you and <laughs> yeah like, that's the thing that's the thing that's like connected us and like kept us together yeah. i think is like almost like it's weird because like, like we I think left our exes at around the same time exactly well you left your ex i got dumped <laughs> around the same time yeah I mean, but I'm, I'm happy to be dumped obviously for real <laughs> I wouldn't. I would have never been able to get myself out of that situation. It's been for a good dynamic, I think. Yeah. I think it's really. I I think you know, and 
obviously it's get away from Exodus is kind of getting into us, but like that, you know, a lot of people would maybe say that it's really kind of, you know, what you shouldn't talk to your current girlfriend about your ex, but like mm-hmm. we've kind of really broken that barrier and yeah. in a way it's kind of like, but like it's, I think it's stayed healthy for the most yeah. part, don't you think? Uh-huh. I don't think it's unhealthy. I think it's unhealthy to like, to, yeah, to bury to, it. To, yeah, to try to force and just act like I wasn't married yeah, at one point. You right. Know? And like our exes are very similar people. Mm, we've been yes. through similar things like exactly emotionally abusive things and yeah so like i think it's good to talk about it um and i know like i mean it would bother a lot of people but having been through like those same experiences like instead of it bothering me it like reaffirms like yes for me it's like hey no like i've been through this too like the, you're not the only person that's been through right. that crime. Fucked yeah. up shit. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. And, uh, sorry not to get away from that, no, but like no, that no, was no. kind of something that helped like me, you know, separate from this. But I think I was actually probably before we met. So, like, or you know, sort of yeah. whatever. But like right after that, like I remember like reading Reddit divorce stories, mm-hmm. and that helped me so fucking right. much. Like e- reading how much worse other people have been off and like because you know <laughs> legally i mean <clears throat> emotionally the divorce was hard for me but like mm-hmm. legally speaking it was pretty easy yeah so you know y- y- it really allowed me to step back and be like you know this could have been a lot worse mm-hmm. and i'm still young we're both still young yeah you know that's the really helpful thing too yeah. but sorry okay continuing uh you want to get to you know i don't know how should we go about this i don't i don't know i'm just pissed in general so I don't know. I, I think you should probably start. You're, you're more brimming at the. You're more, you know, brimming at the lid just, or whatever. Well, I mean, it's just been a really long week, especially just with like the offer on the house and. Yeah. So so get into that, I guess. So you okay. own a you. Okay, so I own a house with my ex fiance. Still, we bought a house in a smaller town, like forty minutes from Des Moines, and. Uh, which which i mean for that's that's a pretty long way substantially i mean you, yeah you can't still live there i mean that no. would just be ridiculous no i was filling up on gas three times a week yeah fuck that mm-hmm. not worth it no it was it was really hard it was really financially draining and i was paying for everything myself i was driving my ex to work and then i would drive myself to work and then i'd pick her up from work and she I paid for the gas like she didn't every once in a while she would like give me 20 bucks for gas but I was the one paying for it mostly and it was really Mm. shitty so like we own this house together and then we lived together for about a year we've been together since we were 16 so we were together almost nine years uh no almost eight years yeah almost eight years and then she broke up with me because she said she didn't love me anymore, like, for six months. She waited six months to tell me she didn't love me anymore. And so by that time, I'm like, you can't, you can't fix that. It's too late. Like, yeah. 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 And, you know, that's kind of the thing I think we both similarly experienced is, like, it was a really dragged out process. Yeah. Which I think it is for a lot of people, which is kind of the, I mean. Well, but it, that's the thing is I didn't know. And, like, I didn't know she didn't love me. Really? Yeah. I mean. You didn't pick up on it at all? Okay. I mean, things were shitty. She was just really, really mean to me. But I, f- I feel like we 
like uh, sorry not to get into me but no, like for yeah. me like for me and my ex i feel like we kind of both knew like in our own minds for a couple months before it ended yeah i, did, I mean I, I didn't know because that's the way our relationship had always been hmm. essentially it always been pretty shitty like where she'd always mm. have been mad at me in general so that was just the regular for me and so i didn't really know like hmm. i didn't know i mean i don't know when she started talking to this boy but apparently it was <laughs> apparently it was only after we broke up but i highly doubt that see and that's kind of that's sorry not to no, again yeah. not to get away but it's kind of the similar thing in, in which you and i have uh recently discovered as yeah. well <laughs> is like we are both our exes are with other men who um were like in our you know and yeah. like we knew yeah. we actively knew which yeah. i mean i don't know well, i think that's, that's just like, really you knew you knew the guy your ex is with right now i didn't really know like i knew well you met him though didn't you once i'd seen him one time well that's i mean that's but still. it was like she would tell me he's like a brother to her that she does like yeah that's the discussion so I, okay so that's i guess that's i guess that's different it's a little, a little but it's the same it's like it's a little different but it's the same yeah, yeah. It's the same. It's the same kind of feeling attached. Yeah. It's like betrayal. Yeah. It's like well, not even betrayal. Like how I described it, it's like if it was a movie, it would just be really bad screenwriting. Yeah. Like really, that was like yeah. that was that was your next best choice. Yeah. To just like jump on. I feel like you and I both like put a little effort into finding each other. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't yeah. know each other previously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we i mean not to be fucking weird or like no. um, sexual but like you know we like you know i think we had sex with a couple other people in between meeting yeah. each other which is fine yeah i don't i don't know how many grudges for you you don't really i don't think you do for me <laughs> i don't you know no. so yeah i mean <laughs> we're 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 like mature adults and they're yeah. obviously not yeah i mean that's what, i mean i think it's kind of funny because like you said that the guy that your ex is dating looks like you <laughs> and like for me the guy that my ex is dating looks like her <laughs> like, looks like the male version of her it's kind of gross i, I mean i don't know maybe maybe not that I, maybe not that he looks like me he just happens to have i think he just he's like the same height because uh-huh. i know like probably i think that's like a common thing for people who are really short they really into really tall guys ah I think that's like a sexual thing. Honestly, maybe that's just me full of shit. But I don't know. I'm I'm average. There, I mean, so. there is something in that. And no, I mean, I, and even at the time, because there's disadvantages like being with a really short person is like I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> that's really weird. <laughs> oh, fuck, I don't even know if we want to talk about this. Get weird. So we haven't really done this, but like, there's not whatever, but. Um, like standing up and fucking <laughs> I was never able to do that with her yeah no she'd have to like be on a chair did you try that uh having her on the chair uh, yeah. <laughs> um it went it, did not go well that's awesome uh, yeah okay we'll talk later <laughs> <laughs> off camera exactly off camera and yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. that's like, at this point like so many beers in and like i'm I'm like just chilling, straight up chilling the cigar. Yeah. I'm just like I, I, I'm even forgetting the cameras there, which yeah. is good content yeah. in my subconsciously. I know, mm-hmm. but like at the same time, like that kind of stuff, I gotta be like, yeah, it's okay. Uh, you don't gotta talk about your sex life. Yeah, exactly. It's not important. It wasn't. <laughs> it's 
it wasn't really go on to my anyway. go on to my second channel for that those unfiltered <laughs> I'm, I'm about to i'm like right after this i'm about to post that export it so like what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna post it as a timestamp. what like the vid those like extra videos that i put up where it's just like me smoking and shit oh okay yeah i'm gonna put those up on my second channel as like a timestamp. and I like see. my first one's gonna have a picture of biden in a mask because like that's why i talk about bitch about for 10 15 minutes oh my god yeah of course just Jesus. randomly so i'm just gonna do that randomly like yeah. a couple times a week just whenever i feel like it and that's gonna be like it's not gonna get me anywhere promotion what the fuck i don't i'm sorry you're fine uh it's not gonna get me anywhere promotionally it's just gonna be like my own personal yeah. therapy session which in a way this is kind of what this is but yeah okay let me ask you a question go for oh what, yes what go is the absolute worst memory with your ex that you can think of jesus christ There's a lot. Um, probably her going to the hospital. Mm. Um, there was a time where she took it. She like we were fighting or whatever. She ran into the kitchen, took a knife, and just like slit her wrist like three times, and like was just bleeding everywhere. I had to grab like paper towels or like you mm-hmm. know pat her down. I had to call the ambulance. The ambulance came. But you know that's kind of the weird. You know that's kind of the weird thing I've been wondering because like all those stories kind of blend into each other at one point. Yeah. Like same, there, same I remember there's a time, day. there's a time where I was actually like this fucking close to breaking up with her, like really early, like, yeah. pretty early in the relationship. And she was about to go to the hospital. My parents were gonna, my mom was gonna bring her to the hospital, and she actually ended up staying with her for like a good hour and a half. And like, but my ex was like just she was just beyond the point of mental help like she was like banging the back of her head into the wall and probably like i don't even know what damage she probably did back there but she would do that she would like she would get so mixed in her mania that she would just like start beating her head against shit um that was just like one of her behaviors um you know tension self-tension behaviors Mm -hmm. you know deeply rooted um Mm -hmm. obviously and you know to this day i feel you know i kind of feel bad still because you know I know, like, you know, a lot of that probably wasn't her fault. A lot of that probably was, you know, how she grew up. Yeah, but at the same time. But at the same time, you know, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's why I discovered in that relationship. There there is a point where somebody can go through that, but if you still don't care about other Mm -hmm. people, it's not worth it. No, and you have to get help for that. Exactly. And if you're not willing to. If you're not willing to, to, then it's a lost cause. Exactly. It's a tragedy, but it's true. Yeah. And that that took me years to figure out. If you're not willing to get the help you need, then, like, you can't accept, expect people to stay with you. So, anyway, so that, yeah. there was a time where she was, like, with my folks, and she was going to the hospital. It was, like, one of the first times, and she, like, happened to be there, and I didn't think she was there, and, like, I was just, like, over at that point. Yeah. Um, And, like, yeah, because there would be periods where she'd be there for, like, a week, and then she would come back, and it would be, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, like, you were, like, so bad, like... And that was, and you know, and that's kind of the thing with her that was interesting is like I realized how fucking bad the mental health system is mm-hmm. here in the Midwest. It's terrible. If you don't have good insurance, they do not care. Mm-hmm. They will put you back on the street. Mm-hmm. You don't have good insurance? Okay, you did five days in the mental health. Like, good for you. You're out. Yeah, as out. soon as you're not an imminent threat, you're gone. Yep. Nobody, nobody really tries to help. There's, there's not enough money put into all that which stuff. Which is why I want to do it. 
Yeah, no, and you know what, Amali, I like, I really, I really admire you for that because there are not a lot of people who do like. I wouldn't be able to do that, and like, I, I don't want you to feel like anxiety for that either, because like, I mean, there's still gonna be that level of separation. Yeah, you know. No, yeah, and like, I mean, that's that's the thing involving my ex. Like, she always told me it was stupid to be a therapist. She thought therapy was ridiculous and pointless and she made sure i knew that every step of the way even though she knew that's what i was trying to like i've been trying to do this since i was 18 yeah even before then (laughs) and yeah and that was kind of the hypocrisy of my ex because that was like a big um debate between me and her is like Mm -hmm. mental health like how to go about mental health i was i was very like Mm anti-medication for myself but i was very pro-medication for her and like i think it might I think, like, in my mind at the time, it was, like, my mental health wasn't as bad as hers, but, like, mm-hmm. she, you know. But that's, like, you know, I do kind of, I mean, not that I agree with it, but I do kind of understand her logic at the time. It's, like, it is really kind of unfair to, like, have that dynamic where yeah. one person is mentally unwell more than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's kind of the thing, like, over time, the other person's mental well-being, like, yeah. goes to shit. Right. <laughs> Yeah, if if you're with someone who's not mentally stable and they don't try to get help, all it does is make your own mental health like tank. That's what ha- that's what happened with me too. Like my ex had a lot of issues. She had a lot of anger issues, and she was like she had a lot of issues with depression and self harm when she was in high school. And mm-hmm. she started having panic attacks like out of nowhere. And the doctor prescribed, like, we went to, we went to the doctor because she couldn't even drive. Like, I had to, I was waking up at, like, 6 in the morning to go pick her up in Altoona, which is a half hour from mm, Newton. Dumb. And so we, like, I took her, like, we went to the doctor and he gave her pills and it was fine. But then one day she read the label and found out that it was an SSRI, which is an antidepressant. And as soon as she knew it was an antidepressant, she freaked the fuck out and was like, I'm not taking this anymore. Like, all it does is make me happy. And I don't want to be happy. Like, I wouldn't, like, I want to be able to have other emotions. And I'm like, okay, but all you do is yell at me. And she's like, well, being angry is better than being happy anyway. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And see, like, oh. I just, and that's, like, why it's so tricky. Because, like, I, mm-hmm. I do see, like, but, like, that's the thing. She wasn't willing to get therapy either. Mm-mm. But, like, yeah. for me personally, I can understand, like, like I did not like SSRIs. I've never had good Yeah, there's nothing wrong with not liking them. But not liking them because they're antidepressants <sighs> is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, and obvi- I mean, they were working. I mean yeah yeah i mean i don't know because like i guess for a time like because i think i think a big part of why i've i've had the hard mental health problems i've I've had personally is because of my early exposure to uh um adhd medication when i was like 15 16 i think that was kind of the point where my mental health really spiraled and Mm. the thing was that was really odd is like my i got a a lot of like positive reaction from my parents because I was a lot, I was really focused, I was really able mm-hmm. to do stuff, and you know, that was really good. Um, but you know, mentally, I was just not, and you know, I did get off it. I mean, they weren't like dicks and like maybe like stay, you know, made me stay on it. I mean, I think there were a lot of issues after that with like you know, clashes between me and my father being able to do homework, but we're not getting into that, but mm-hmm. um, but I mean, ultimately, yeah, so I think like 
being exposed to them as those medications at an early age yeah. really offset some of that stuff. So I, I, you know, I, that's like where it's kind of dumb. It's like, I really, I would encourage anyone to seek therapy before medication yeah. personally. Yeah. And that's, I mean, when I first, I first went to a doctor to talk about like anxiety and mental health when I was 20, 19 or 20. Yeah, damn, was, that, that's a lot later than me. Yeah, personally. well, yeah, it was when I was first moving to Iowa State and my ex was like, like, I don't, like, my anxiety had been getting worse and she was like, well, I'm not going to be there to help you, so you need to, like, go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor and he was like, try therapy and, you know, if your therapist thinks you need meds along with the therapy, then go for it. And I never went to therapy. Because hmm. it was, uh, it was just, it wasn't a good time for that. Like I was moving, so, like I was going to Ames. I ended up did like I went to therapy. I ended up going to like Iowa State has like a therapy program that I ended up going through. I did group therapy. <laughs> hey, you know, um, I mean, again, this is my ex, but you know, like mm-hmm. my ex, that you know, one of the pot, one of the old, few positive experiences that she did get out of her mm-hmm. mental health is like group therapy. Yeah. That I really had, helped her. I had two different groups, like two different years. And like the first one was really good and helpful. But then the second one was not so much. It was weird. Cause like the second one was a bunch of like guys with like anger issues. And then there was <laughs> me who's like rarely angry. And they were like talking about like, yeah, like quick, like they're quick to anger. And I was like, I'm quick to being sad. <laughs> I cry. But, <laughs> like, my uh, ex was, like, thinking, like, she always told me that was a waste of time, too. But I, I got a lot of good things out of it. I remember one one time when I visited my ex in the hospital, there was uh-huh. this guy who had Tourette's. And he was just, like, off the wall. Fuck yeah. He, he would get pissed. You know? There would be, like, it, like we'd all be playing board games and, like, somebody would go on and be like, fuck you, bitch! And they, yeah. <laughs> you know, he'd get really pissed. Yeah. Um, he, like, and he smoked pot, apparently. He told me, he told us that there, he had this bud that was, like, red. It was red. It was so, like, and I don't know to this day. I don't, I don't know if that's possible, but. Yeah. It must have been spray paint or something. Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> he's probably getting really high up on spray painted weed. Dude. Yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, God. But that's you know that's kind of the thing is like it's not quite like one flew of the cuckoo's yeah. nest, but it's kind of that same concept. You're just kind of throwing the crazies all mm-hmm. into each other. It's not really helping anything. Yeah. That's a crazy movie. Damn. One flew of the cuckoo's nest. You ever seen it? Read the book. That's, you know, that's right. Yeah, we, we haven't we seen it. Holy yeah. shit, I've Molly. I've just read the book. Oh, my God. That's like one of the best movies ever made. Well, it might be I'll my watch top. the movie. You read the book. Not if you read the book, but you should read the book. And see, um, see, my father, my father has read both the book and the movie. Yeah. And he says, he says, like, the book is, like, so just. And, but, very different, I've heard. Really? Because, like, I heard that that was one of the praises of the film is they actually oh. did a really good job well, depicting maybe. all the characters maybe in the talking film. talking out my butt. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? But why, why are we do, you, do you know the story this? about that author, though, Ken Casey? Uh, used to. <laughs> so he was actually, uh, when the government was administering uh, people experimentation for uh, mm-hmm. LSD, he was a... Ah. Uh, uh. 
uh, practitioner in that. I see. So he got dosed a lot of LSD. And I was actually at the time, um, he was doing that at the time. Wait, a practitioner or participant? Participant, sorry. Okay. Yeah, uh, participant of the LSD. Gotcha. And uh, he was actually working at the mental, uh, mental health hospital at the time, dealing with mental health patients. That's what inspired him to write the book. Okay. I'm just going to grab water real quick. You're fine. It's over here. Anyway, why are we talking about this again? Uh, just because we were talking about mental health and all that oh, shit. Because your worst memory was your ex. That's right. <laughs> yeah, God, that was that was a while ago. Damn. I've been going for a while. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else that? Like, is there anything else you want to ask me about my ex, or you want to talk about with that? I don't know. Like, does your ex call you names? Yes. Like what? Uh, there were a couple times she called me retarded, and that really, that really, that's really mean. Yeah, that 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 was like some points in my in that where I really contemplated. Yeah. Because I mean, that was something. Like as a kid, I got called that yeah. called a lot, so that really like. Yeah. I mean, I really hate to use the word triggered, but I mean. No, it's sure. Yeah, I can get that. I get that. My ex used to call me bitch all the time. But like, I mean, that's I, I don't know, like. But it became but, like a pet name almost. She would call me bitch when she was like being nice, and she would call me bitch when she's being mean. So. Yeah, like that's the thing with me and bitch is like I call like my friends that women bitch. Yeah. Just as, but like I say it in a way where yeah, it's you like say it in a way that it's not at all offensive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess that's like my, I guess it's like my whole thing with words in general. It's like yeah. it's all about the context. And like with her, I could never, I could never tell. It felt like, like mm. I told, I told you this story not that long ago, that like we were driving up and she told me she wasn't gonna tell me she loved me anymore because we said it too much. Oh, that's she right. Told it to yeah. Me. She said that twice, and I was so upset. And then she was <laughs> like, I was just joking. <laughs> like what the fuck? There was one time I was like sick like i was like this is dmi i was like on the toilet and puking so like but not at the same time like i was on the toilet i think i was just peeing though to be honest but then i had to puke so I, like the sink was right in front of me so i just stood up and threw up in the sink uh, and i didn't it was bad it was bad i was so sick and she was livid yeah like, like not was, able to handle your like she was pissed at me for puking in the sink because she's like you got so pissed at me when i puked in the sink i was like that was i did not get pissed i just said future reference if you have to throw up try to hit the toilet not throw up in the sink cause yeah it's easy and so she like didn't like mm, talk yeah. to, like i was like so sick and like so miserable and then on top of that, like my fiance hated me because I was sick. Yeah, and I get that. it was just really shitty. See, I like I get what you're saying. Like I feel like I like that kind of like it's almost like you can't you can't like in your mind you like you can't blame them for thinking like that because yeah. they're they have that disorder. But at the same time, it's like so hurtful. It's like yeah. you know you feel like you're not getting the support. Yeah. Like, I would literally have to tell her, like, could you be nice to me today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I she, would, too. she still wouldn't. 
Really? Yeah, Damn. no, God, no. She still wouldn't be nice. I'm nice to you all the time. What are you talking about, bitch? Damn. And then she'd be mean to me still. Or she'd just ignore me. Yeah. She did a, she did a good number on my self-esteem. Yeah, But, same. like, she wouldn't try to. Like, that's the thing. That's probably the shitty part is it's, like, she never, like, said anything negative about me, like, in that sense. Hmm. but like like the night the night we broke up um like i spent like i had i had hair down to like here <laughs> i i was growing it out for my wedding so i could be like a fairy princess oh yeah yeah, yeah i get that yeah and so i had really long hair and so it took me 2 hours to straighten it cuz i'd never like straightened my hair before <laughs> like on my own so yeah i like straightened my hair i did my makeup i put on a nice dress i cleaned the house i cooked dinner and like she got home and like ate the food watched netflix and then went to bed yeah and like i was yeah Yeah. and like i was so like hurt by that and so of course like especially back then like I was really prone to just like crying because I was I was mentally not well at that point. Yeah, and that's but, what happens. Yeah, and like I was, so I started crying, and she's like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm like, "I like I put all this effort in, and like you didn't even pay attention to me. You didn't even like give me a kiss, hello. Like I haven't seen you all day." And she was just like, "I told you you were beautiful." And I was like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> like she didn't say that. She was like, "Oh, well, you are." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." thanks like she so then like that just like reaffirmed that every time she said i was beautiful like that meant nothing so like and i always like that was just like her go-to thing she would say you're beautiful you're perfect and i'm like that doesn't like it obviously didn't mean anything and like that's like when we broke up i was like well what did i do she's like nothing you're perfect i'm like no obviously not it's just it's just stupid it's stupid and it's manipulative so yeah i well and that's kind of the thing is like like go back to says like that manipulation like uh, my xyz the logic where it's like you know people with borderline personality disorder which she had like mm-hmm. manipulate people but they don't realize they manipulate people yeah. but it's kind of the you know it's kind of back to that logic like if they're telling you that they're mm-hmm. you know like, does a manipulative person really have the capacity to be able to be honest? Yeah, exactly. And, like, I I have a feeling that, she, like, my ex at least knew what she was doing. And, like, even to this day, she still tries, sorry. She still tries to manipulate me, and she still has power over me because we have this house. Yep. And that, yeah, that's the difference between you and me, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you're able to just, like, cut ties Say, and move fuck on. fuck you, cunt. Yeah. Yeah. And pawn that ring finally yeah. jesus christ god I, I wish i could have pawned my ring <sighs> dude i could have like i could i could be like made right now if i could have pawned my ring what happened to it i gave it back oh really well okay because i told you it was eight thousand dollars and she had like she had barely paid like i'd only had it for a year and <laughs> So it still had a lot on it. So I wasn't about to keep it and make payments on it. So I gave it back. I don't know, man. Separation is a dirty game. (laughs) 
I guarantee. I, I would not be surprised my ex pawned that fucking ring and got fucked yeah. money. Because then my ring was like my great great grandmother's. Oh, that's so shitty. Yeah, I guarantee she pawned so it. Shitty. Well, I wasn't gonna ask for it back though, because like, you're like, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna, uh, yeah. Am I gonna give that to someone else? Like, yeah, right. And that's like, kind of the the rule is if you leave, they get to keep the ring. Yep. But if they leave, you get the ring back. Oh really? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the but thing. you didn't leave. She dumped you. I know. So I theoretically sh- should have kept the ring, but I wasn't about to make payments on it. She didn't ask me for. She didn't uh, ask me for the ring back. Yeah, because you still owed the payments. I that's threw it right. at her. Mm-hmm. She threatened to call the cops on me because I am physically abusive. She, that my ex threw that ring around so many goddamn times. Oh, I put. Well, I put it in the box first, and then I threw the box like on the couch. I was like, take. And then she left me that note. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. What a fucking mess. That's the thing is we weren't even married and we'd like joke like that we were divorcing each other already. And like we like both had plans for when we broke up what we'd do. And we'd like talk Damn, about it. Damn. We shit. never got that far. I mean, we would talk about the logistics of divorce. But like we would talk about it in a joke. Uh, See, me and my ex would like like realistically talk about it. Logistical divorce. Yeah. Just because, like, that was a reality in your yeah. family. And then, well, then, so after, because we lived together for almost a month after we broke up still. Damn. Because, I mean, I didn't know, we didn't know what to do. The only reason she moved, ended up moving out. Sorry. The only reason she ended up moving out is because I saw her Snapchat that she was, like, talking to her, like, a brother friend about, like, rubbing up on his jeans and, like, coming in her shorts and, like sucking his that's dick. really that's see that's like really yeah. graphic weird yeah. shit yeah yeah i read all that shit at three in the morning that night like two nights before she moved out and that like i was like shaking i was ain't like i was angry for once yeah and yeah. like i feel like i mean i had every right to be angry yeah and that like, was like your snapping point yeah, essentially that that was it and like before then she felt so guilty for dumping me like she was like paying for all this shit for me all of a sudden and like (laughs) like we had like nice conversations like we talked about who would take what furniture and where the animals were gonna go and then after i got pissed she realized like that she couldn't keep controlling me and that's when like everything like hit the fan that's when she started calling me abuse like physically and mentally abusive that's when she said i threw her dog that's <laughs> yeah that's when she started threatening to take my dog from me which if anyone knows molly she's the l- person that would be I, least you know, likely never... to ever throw a dog like yeah i hated that dog but i would never I throw, throw him it. i'd be more likely to throw a dog honestly <laughs> like I, w- I would maybe throw a dog. Yeah, that's, it was so hard. It was like, it was crushing, not because it was like her saying it, but just like because someone in general, like who knew me, was saying that to me. Like she was telling me she didn't feel safe, like meeting me in person because like of how abusive I am. And like, like I was like, I don't know, like what did I do? Like I stood up for myself and like stopped putting up with your shit. And so now I'm like, all of a sudden a danger to you but like she would come in the house so she moved out first and i lived there for oh at least two or three weeks by myself Mm. like we broke up probably mid 
Yeah. So we, well, we probably lived together like two weeks after breaking up. And then she moved out. And then she would like come back whenever she felt like it. And like I would be there and I didn't want to see her. So like, like I was getting ready like for a surprise party that I had to go to for my oh. aunt. And that was something about Louis Wendive. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was getting ready for that. And her and her mom like bust in and like, at that point, like, I was scared of her. And I'm still a little bit scared of her. But, like, I was terrified. And I was, like, shaking because I was so scared she was going to take my dog. Mm. She kept threatening it. Oh, and, yeah. like, she, like, three or four times told me, like, I'm taking I'm taking Gunther. I'm taking him away from you. You can't have him, blah, 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 blah. Even though he was my dog. Like, she bought him for me. Yeah. So I was terrified. So, like, I grabbed the dogs, like, and I like got in the car and like didn't say a word to her and I like sped away. And then I texted her later. I'm like, you can't just come into the house like that. You don't live here anymore. And she was like, why can't you just be an adult about this? You're such a fucking child. Like, mm. like I, this is my house too. I'll fucking come when I please. And I was like, you don't live here anymore. How would you feel if you were in my situation? And she, I mean, after that, like after that, I didn't, she would like come when I wasn't at work, like when I was at work and I wasn't there. And I was always like so anxious and having like panic attacks because I was so scared she was going to take my dog because <laughs> she kept telling me she was gonna. So then I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I moved out. Yeah. I, I, mean, yeah. I fuck, I don't blame you. Yeah. Some real shit. It's horrible. It's <laughs> shitty. People suck. Exes are just. But you know what? It's. It's, it's about where you. Are. It's about where you are now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? And you know what? We. I think you and I are going to be long term way better off than either of our exes are with the people that we're 100%. with. They're with. They're going to be. They're going to be in a, um, elongated, forever almost trance. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that was like one of the things my ex said. Like, once I found out, like, so like five days after we broke up, after being together for almost eight years and being engaged, she went to a bar and like started groping boys and girls. She doesn't discriminate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. don't discriminate races or genders. Nope. So she's sort of. Yeah. She's. She was like making out and groping people at a bar and. So she told me that after I confronted her about the Snapchat thing and like when I asked her if she like was talking to him before the like before we broke up there was like a really long pause before she said no and I really don't believe that it, ha- it started after I think it started before at this point hmm. but like I was like seriously like it took you five days to get over me and she was like well I can't be single I don't know how like if you didn't know how why the fuck did you break see up with i me? think the very similar thing happened to my ex and that mm-hmm. just shows how much of a personality sort they right. had and then she was telling me like she's like yeah i was thinking i was actually thinking about getting back together with you cuz i don't know if i and i was like ho ho you funny like you fucked around i'm done i'm not fuck that like maybe i like I, that's the sad thing is i probably would have if she hadn't have done that or if she hadn't well, told me that. And, you know, that's a sign of a toxic relationship. Yeah. Like, there was probably a period after, you know, probably even, maybe even when we were talking where I mm-hmm. probably would have come back. Yeah. 
because that's the thing like it, it's it's it goods to be on point where it's even good it's just like comfortable right exactly and that's the thing it's like it's not like i was happy but it was what i was used to and yeah like it, that feeling of like belonging to someone exactly being a part of something yeah and it's really easy to forget that you know i we we live in a you know one of the most densely populated places you know not here but like yeah. just the world in yeah. general is very densely populated. There are plenty of different people you yeah. can meet. Um, always have hope. I encourage anyone if they're in a bad relationship in a bad situation to if they feel like they need to get out of it and they can't work through yeah. it then do go ahead it's, and do so. It's so worth it. It's so like I never thought like I would be happy not in that relationship Mm -hmm. and like as soon as i was out i mean yeah it was really shitty like at first because i was i mean but like but that makes you stronger yeah and it gives you more wisdom and like i was i was really not as upset not as like devastated as i thought i was gonna be and like just like having that time where it was just me like figuring my shit out like like i was like i like was already happy at that point yeah and so i was like oh like it it, it was totally worth it yeah like it's possible you know yeah. it's possible to be feeling yeah. good and all that and like just because you like think like there's more than one person out there that's for sure there's better people out there if you're in that kind of situation exactly exactly i think we're examples of that yeah we haven't been seeing each other for that long but it feels pretty good so far yeah i think well, Jesus fucking Christ, we are at. The <laughs> do three, we do it? We're at the three hour mark. We're right ah. about. We're t- we're at two fifty eight. What do we, what do we gotta be? By the time we well, considering all the breaks, I think we're at least gonna be right above it because yeah. I think the I think the record is two thirty eight. Oh hell a, yeah! That was two. That was with Teresa. So I think even with breaks included, we beat that. Sick. We did so it. We'll, well, if even if it's not the record, we'll call it the record. Hell yeah, boys. (laughs) Boys and girls. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all have been listening up to this point, you are the true OGs. Wow. For sure. (laughs) Holy shit. I love you. I respect you. Shoot me a message. Let's hang out. (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) Not wink, wink. (laughs) What? No. What was I talking about earlier? Like the orgy? Yeah. Possibly Uh an orgy? Oh Mm -hmm. my God. No, that's that's the thing. I'm like, I'm not into. No. I don't have the social capacity for that. I think it's it's really good in porn. It's not something it can translate to real life very well. I doubt it. Yeah. I think for people, well, maybe for maybe for people who are like really socially extroverted, they could go they could go for it. Yeah. But that would be like even like a sociopathic level. But yeah, but it takes all so. It's, in my mind because you want to make sure everybody's happy in that situation really or is it just attachment well i mean you want to make sure everybody gets satisfied really i don't know or is it just every man every man woman for themselves Um, i wouldn't i don't know i guess personally like i get off on other people getting off like i want to make sure the other person is happy. Oh, oh i see what you're saying well, I think people like you and me don't participate in orgies, so. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Anyway. 
<laughs> Anyways, we officially hit three hour mark. We've already gone okay. for way too long. Holy yeah. fuck. Oh my god. Um yeah, this is where the music will be playing if I could play it. So just imagine music playing. Da da da. Alright, motherfuckers, we've already been going on way too long. We've broken yeah. the record. Um, <laughs> next week, we're going to have Jay Bash on. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's fil- he's filling in. Yep. It's going to be a really good time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. He's, I'm yeah. going to have to drive, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, whiskey, a lot of whiskey is going to be consumed. So much whiskey. Cigars might happen. I don't know. He's kind of he's kind of iffy about it. No, he so he smokes like every once in a while. He like I, I think he'll like, but he's been like really active, uh, and he's been kind of uh, he's been particularly in mushrooms quite a bit lately. Yeah. So I think that's probably helped a lot. So I don't want to put the pressure on him, but he's definitely a whiskey connoisseur. I told him that we definitely he does like Manhattan's and all this like mixed whiskey stuff. So I told him we're gonna I'll make drinks. Well, he's the bartender. He's the expert. So, Fair. oh, I and mean, that'd be a good podcast. I'm, I'm notoriously bad at making drinks. Yeah, yeah, you, you definitely, you definitely tend to go hard in the liquor. <laughs> okay, motherfuckers, okay. we're yeah. out of here. Okay, stay tuned for all that, and hope you all been chilling, hope been smoking, drinking, whatever. Have a good night. Bye. Hey, everybody! Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, hell of an episode i had a really great time talking about a bunch of shit with lovely molly who does a lot helping on the show i'm really glad she is a permanent part of it um stay tuned next week we have jay bash on the show uh he's been returning guest he's always a lot of fun to talk to and uh obviously playing more content after that we're actually going to be having the creators of the uh field trip that we've been talking about here on the podcast pretty soon um so stay tuned for that otherwise i hope everybody is staying safe out there crazy times but we're all gonna get through it together y'all have a good night